Wake up, wake up, wake up. What up, what up, what up? Appreciate you, man. It's Coach AB on the Coach AB Show. Matt McChesney's going to join me in the first hour today. A little surprise for everybody. We don't hate each other. How about that? We're going to break that down in uh, all things, all things country music today. As singer, songwriter, country singer, songwriter, Cody Purvis joins me in the final hour to discuss all things music, some football, and uh, we're going to give our take on Jeff Saturday's hire in independent or in Indy, not independence. We're going to break down, do the Lakers blow up this roster? And what about last night's Monday night football game? Can Lamar Jackson sustain playing like this to win a Super Bowl? All brought to you by BetOnline and CandidateCBD.com. I appreciate everybody joining the show this morning already in here. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. We're going to get after it today. This will be a great one. Appreciate everybody joining. I'll see you on the other side. Appreciate everybody joining me, man. Let's get this show started. Uh, let me get you the quote of the day real quick, man. I'll be on the ticker on the bottom here. Today is the day you give up who you've been for who you will become. That is just something I believe in wholeheartedly. You have to understand. Give up who you are for who you're going to become. That's a huge critical thing in life. A lot of you don't understand that, but it is what it is. Um Contrary to belief, brought to you by CandidateCBD.com. Head on over to CandidateCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB. Um, contrary to belief, don't worry about hurting my feelings. I can guarantee you not one bit of my self-esteem is tied up in your fucking acceptance. Not one of it. Not one bit. Also, contrary to belief, if only closed minds came with fucking closed mouths. Some of you motherfuckers need to shut the fuck up. If you're that close-minded, just shut up. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt you. I just randomly remember <laughs> that what you say is absolutely fucking dog shit. And I just have to interrupt you sometimes. I'm sorry. Um, I just, I, I really do, dog. I really am sorry, but I'm not sorry because, you know, I don't apologize. So, um, you know, you can eat a dick. <laughs> But I promise you, don't 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 get it twisted, dog. I just want to make sure you're you're clear here. Um, I just don't I don't mean to interrupt you. I just randomly remember that what you are saying is absolutely dog shit and needs to be shut the fuck down. It needs to be silenced. Um, respect your elders. They got their diplomas without fucking Google. Respect your goddamn elders, dog. We didn't use Google. Just want to throw that out there. Um, appreciate everybody joining me, man. We got a lot of things to go. Uh, Matt's joining us in the first hour today because he's got shit to do because sometimes people got shit to do contrary to your fucking belief. That's actually contrary to your belief. Why is Matt on in the first hour today? Motherfucker, then you come produce the show, bitch. Holy shit. 
Uh, let's get after it, man. God damn that. These motherfuckers get me going sometimes. Uh, Why are you but, so mad, dog? Uh, I, I'm not mad. I'm happy. This is happy. People don't realize. Why do people think I'm mad? I'm fucking <clears throat> well, you get to do a uh, morning, 6 a.m., 7 a.m. your time. Look at you. You're already in the office. Cause fuck, fuck yeah, me, dog. We've been time. grinding. We've been up since 4.30. Absolutely. We've been up since 4.30. We just ran a bunch of groups this morning, had a couple consults, had some good film meetings. You know, football's done in the early a.m., so if you're going to be a a night owl, that's cool. Just get your ass out of bed and get to work, baby. That's how it works. So, you know, dog, I love the fact that people think, like, we're mad at each other and shit. What is wrong with all these motherfuckers? I got DMs, like, all night. Like, it's okay. We're, We're good. Uh, why is everybody so worried about it? Like, I got put on my visor. I got the slap hoodie on. Uh, make sure you guys head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Matt McChesney's gear is in there. Six zero uh, Academy. He's got his uh, Savage hoodies. You can get all those things on CoachJBStore.com. Plus, he's gonna have a lot of other <laughs> shit on the store here this week. So we will. We will get it figured out soon enough. I will remember to call you at some point. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that. Whole uh, question. Poll question for today, uh, Matt, uh, since you're on the beginning of the show with me today and it's so fucking unheard of, you cannot join me in the beginning of the show because we have a fucking production team here that's in the chat, apparently. But uh, <laughs> can Lamar win a Super Bowl playing like he is? That's the poll question. Drop your chats in the uh, – in the drop your shit in the chat down here. Um, appreciate all you guys, man. Um I know we're not allowed to be mad. That scares all of us in the chat, as people said. So I know. Um, I don't know. I don't know, Matt, to answer my own poll question. Uh, I don't think so. You know how I feel. I love Lamar and everything he stands for. Uh, but I just don't think that is sustainable throwing for 120 yards uh, in an NFL game like he continues to do. Um they won, though, Matt. They won three in a row, man. I, I, you can't say anything other than you win football games. I don't give a fuck how you get it done. You and I know as a coach, if you win me the game, I don't give a fuck about your stat line. But in the NFL, have you ever seen it happen in winning a Super Bowl doing this on a consistent basis? I don't know. Yeah, and, and look, I agree that I don't really care about the stat line if we win. That's true. Uh, but I do care about tendency and I care, like I, I'm a big self scout guy. I always love self scouting. I think that it's imperative that you have to self scout at least once a month, maybe more. Uh, so you're not falling into the traps that defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators lay for coaches. So I, I think that the, the Ravens really need to step back and take a bird's eye view of what they're doing in the future, because look, I obviously think they're going to re-sign him. Otherwise, they would have traded him at the trade deadline or they would have paid him already. They can't just go without a quarterback. They're not going to just replace him with some guy. Huntley's not going to take over. and They're not going to let Lamar leave. I'm sure that there's at least 20 teams out there that would line up to go sign him. Now, do they have the structure and the, you know, the – Offensive personnel and what you need to run Lamar Jackson's offense? Probably not. Um, well, you answered my question I was going to cut you off with. You answered my same question. Like, is there really 20 teams out there? Is there really, if you think about it, if me and you break this film down right now and show Lamar Jackson, 
what teams really are going to be invested like Harbaugh is in revamping their roster the way they think in the NFL, which is college style, as you All know. Right, so let's look at it. Bring up, bring up, like you got your computer in front of you, right? Yep. All I have is my phone. So just bring up like the all 32 teams and let's go like for the worst team in the league right now is probably Carolina. Carolina would obviously play. I got to show off my camera, Matt. I got, well, bam, I got to here. I got to show off my new camera. I got a big, I got a big shiny camera. It's way better than it was before. So I dig it. Look at I'm that. I'm down, Matt. I'm going to write down, Matt, what, who I think he can go to. And yeah. Play. So Carolina. Can he play there? I don't know. Well, let's just talk about teams that we think would definitely go after him. So right, Carolina. Carolina, Atlanta. Atlanta, guaranteed. 100%. They don't have a quarterback. You would have to assume that New Orleans would go after him really hard. They don't have a quarterback. If you go to, like, just go division by division, uh, NFC East, the Commanders, 100%. This team with Taylor at running back. How about this team? One, Yeah, let's stay in the NFC, though, real quick. So go Commanders next. Sorry. And then do you think anybody else in the NFC East would really pursue him? You think the Giants would? No. Okay, so the the rest of the NFC East is out. So let's go NFC North. Green Bay's out. Minnesota's out. Detroit. Chicago's out. They're not going to replace Fields with Jackson. So put Detroit up there. I don't think they've got the personnel to trade for golf. I, I agree, but they would still they're still a team without a quarterback. Okay. All right, and then the last, the NFC West, so I don't, Seattle might, I mean, Geno's on a one-year deal. You have to at least put him up there. San Francisco, yes, 100%. The Rams, no. The Cardinals, no. So there's the NFC teams. Out of all the NFC teams, where do you think the best fit is before we go to the AFC? Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta and the Saints. Atlanta already has kind of a run first scheme with Mariota. The Saints with Cremera and Tyson Hill, they already do it well. And I also think the 49ers could be a good fit for him as well. That he would be scary as fuck in that offense. All right. How about the AFC side then? AFC South. Colts for sure. Titans? Yes. 100%. Jacksonville? No. They got a first. They got the first pick. Texans, yes, one hundred percent. They already did it with Deshaun. It's similar. Bottom yep, time. yep. So North, Pittsburgh, yes. Can you imagine Lamar going to Pittsburgh? Fuck, that would be terrible for Baltimore. Baltimore, yes, because they, they're obviously trying to resign him. Cleveland and Cincinnati, no. AFC yeah, West, Cleveland, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, he's, he'll okay. come back. Guaranteed to shine. So AFC West, other than I think the Raiders are the only one that would really consider it. Me too. And then let's see what AFC. We got South, North, West, AFC East. I think the Jets would consider bringing in Lamar Jackson. Luke Wilson's pretty shitty, or not Luke Wilson. Uh, whatever his fucking name is, Wilson. Um, Patriots, yes, they got too many good White House to waste. You think New England would would consider bringing them in? I do. I don't, 
No on New England then. Miami's a no and Buffalo's a no. So that's how many teams is that about? About 12, 15? Yeah. Belichick's tried Cam Newton out. Yeah, he didn't like that none. So, So, I mean, that's a good list. I think in the AFC, shit, man, all those. I mean, can you imagine Lamar Jackson with the Titans and their run game already? Holy fucking Lord. Teams would think that Lamar Jackson could go to next year. That's what we're talking about, TikTok. Um, So, look, I just – I don't think that – I look, I agree with you, and the more I watch him, the more I tend to agree with you, and you've kind of changed my mind on this a little bit. I think he's an elite talent. I love watching him play. The same way I kind of love watching Michael Vick play, elite talent. But I think that Lamar – is going to really struggle with the season gets longer into the year and into the playoffs when they restrict the field and they have a ton of film on him as he has in the past and they take away the run game or they let him run to a point and spy him and give him the eight yards, you know, to, to just keep him contained. Um, I don't think that it's going to be a, a Super Bowl winning formula, bro. I just don't. So I, I think that Baltimore has a really – interesting situation in front of him. Do you pay somebody? I mean, he turned down 250 million and 133 guaranteed. That's fucking crazy. I mean, how do you turn that down? Number one. So what, what is he going to ask for then? 260? I mean, 150 guaranteed, all of it guaranteed. I mean, he's not going to get that deal. I know. And that's why I said, man, listen, I love what Lamar started doing. I, I love that he started off the season on fire and he's banking on himself and his mama's his agent and all this. But I'm like, at the end of the day, too, ignorance is life threatening, dog. You got to have a circle around you that actually knows this business. No offense to you guys, but you don't know this business. You don't know when you're being lied to, told the truth, whispered sweet nothings, or just tickled your balls. Like, what do you know? These guys do this for a living. They they screw you for a living. Like, you're not going to get the best deal on your own. <laughs> well, my thing is, too, like, if you surround yourself with people that only agree with you and you're never, like, yesterday, we're we're homeboys. Like, a, an argument over fucking quarterback play isn't going to, like, break down the foundation of friendship and respect, right? Oh, man, so, I can't ever talk to you again. You disagree yeah, fuck with you. Me. I'm out. Aaron Rodgers. You- you, you scarred me internally because Bryce Young might go back to school. Holy fuck. Um, I look at it like this. The fact that we can disagree and then be like, you know what? Good point. That's something for me to think about. You know what? Good point. That's something for me to think about. That's how you build. So if everyone's just sitting around Lamar being like, you are right, Lamar. You're worth more than that. God forbid this kid gets hurt, dog. Like, I'm so freaked out for Lamar right now. That he's going to take a shot in the kneecap, or do you, do you understand that if he gets hit the right way and he gets hurt for a year, like he's going to lose a hundred million fucking dollars, bro? I mean, bro, it's the same for Josh Allen, who ironically, but at who least he signed his deal. Who ha- who ironically is dealing with an issue right now? Yeah. If you, if he's got his elbow. Or heard about it, but he's got a UCL ligament, which is an ulnar uh, collateral oh, ligament. And if that's fucked up and messed up, he has an opportunity to miss some games. And that is what Tommy John surgery ultimately is in the Major League Baseball world. So understand what that means for him. And I've I've torn both of mine in my elbows, and it doesn't really matter for me. I can just throw an elbow elbow brace on and go play grunt and guard. 
or three technique, but Josh is a quarterback. That's going to fuck with his grip, his release, the nerve, like Coach said. It fucks with his hand and how he's holding the ball. So I, it's a, I think if he's got that injury, they better be careful with that shit. That's the kind of shit that hampers. Yeah. Um, let's get up. We're, we're in the pre-snap read of this show. Uh, Matt's joining me to start the day off. Uh, we got him for a few minutes this morning. Uh, let me ask you something, man. This is uh, something that's really big. Um, Colts fire Frank Reich. Me and you have said that's going to happen any day now. Uh, We've been saying that all year. We figured that was going to be an inevitable. It happened. Uh, They fired their OC, who I know pretty well, um, a week and a half ago. And then they, 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 out of nowhere, they shockingly hired Jeff Saturday to get up out of the ESPN uh, booth and come on over and be the interim head coach. Uh, I don't know even how to say it. I was on Jason Whitlock's show yesterday. He asked me about it in depth. I, I don't even know where to begin because the reasoning I have, Matt, um, like, I, I don't even know where to start, dog. I, I'm going to start with you. I want to hear what you have to say because I'm dumbfounded as it gets. So, look, I want to start this by saying I have the utmost respect for Jeff Saturday. I think he's a really, Me really too. great Me player. He was undrafted. And he busted his ass. He was an integral part of great teams. Played with one of the best quarterbacks in history, knows the game, is a good commentator, does things right, he's a good man, he's a family man, he's a blue-collar ass-kicker, he's my kind of guy. But Jim Irsay is high off his ass. Like a couple years ago, Jim Irsay got caught with God knows how many Oxycontin in the back of his trunk for personal use. <laughs> uh, somebody, somebody needs to at check Jim and be like, yo, dog. Are you are you okay? Are you sure you're not pop pop popping pills? So, man, answer this before you dog, keep. Hold on, yes, yes. You just said Lamar has a bunch of yes man, yes women yeah. in his circle. Um, as the as the as the oh, I want to no. say I'm going to use this term executive as because Lamar Jackson is a CEO and an and an executive of himself at this right. point. So as the executive hierarchy climbs the ladder in this world of money, power, uh, entitlement, uh, Jim Ursay is a much higher CEO in this profession than Lamar Jackson is. What do you think if Lamar Jackson's yes men circle is big, how do you think Jim Ursay's fucking circle of yes men is? Oh my God. It, it's gotta be, it's got, it's, it's as big as Lucas oil stadium, bro. Like, He's got more people telling him that he's right than than anybody else on earth. I so, don't know how you make this move. And I understand that Jeff Saturday has been a consultant, and I'm sure that he, he knows a lot. But this is essentially like Colorado just fired Connor Durrell, right? This is essentially like them just bringing me in off the street to coach the team for the rest of the year because I consult the coaches. Like... I, I believe in myself, but fuck, like that. This is a monumental task. Like, if I'm Jeff Saturday, I don't even know if I want to do this. Why? Why are you even doing it, Jeff? Like, bro, that number one, Gus Bradley and John Fox are on the staff. Why the fuck aren't they being just promoted for the rest of the year and just run out the year and see who your new coach is going to be? What exactly is Saturday supposed to bring to the table? And if you're a player in that fucking locker room, like. This is the ultimate give up move. 
Why should I keep, like, if I'm Darius Leonard or Jonathan Taylor or Quentin Nelson or any of these guys on the team that are established veterans that have guaranteed contracts, dog, it might be time to just pack it in for the year and save your body. Like, this is, if the organization is just going to fucking give up, like, what does that say to the players exactly? I don't even know where to think about this from. Like, I'm fucking dumbfounded on how ridiculous this move is. And it, it's almost like making a mockery of a great man and a great player. And that sucks. Like, Jeff Saturday should not be the brunt of jokes. He's trying to, like, step in and help the organization he loves. This is Jim Irsay. Look, his dad did this kind of shit. If, you're, if you've ever watched the Elway to Marino documentary on ESPN, like, Elway going to Denver is simply because Ursay, the older Ursay, got all pissed off and walked in and smashed all the other deals and was like, I'm going to take a fucking guard and a first-round pick for John fucking Elway, fuck all the other deals. And that's how the deal got done, because he was friends with the with uh, with Mr. Kaiser from the Broncos. So, you know, he did it on a, he up on a whim and got the Mayflower trucks and moved the fucking Colts to to – uh, Indianapolis from Baltimore. So they, the Ursays are known to be rash and known to make decisions quickly, and they aren't always the best. And this, this just has disaster written all over it. Now that said, he'll probably go like eight and one and make the playoffs. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Everybody, I hate doing it. I, I, I just have to do it for the fact that who's on the staff. I hate pulling pulling this in there because I think it's a slap in everyone's face involved. Uh, ESPN, all these other people, they want to bring in race and all this shit, right? The race cards played into it. Well, Reggie race Wayne, card, what does that have to do with it? Uh, because you got Gus Bradley on the staff. And why wasn't Gus Bradley hired right away? He's a black coach. He should have been hired as the head coach. We already lacked black head coaches. Uh, Gus Bradley. Gus, Gus Bradley is a black dude. Yeah, Gus Bradley's black dude. He's 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 uh he's uh, he's mixed. He's black. I mean, he was a D oh, coordinator. Yeah, Pete Carroll's D coordinator. I think he got the head job. Oh Wasn't yeah, I, I know who he is. I didn't know he was mixed. Yeah, but that, that's kind of my point. Is we don't we don't see this kind we of don't shit. care. That's what I'm saying. We just see coaches. We don't give a fuck. The issue I have though is you have John Fox there too. Yeah. I, I'm curious on why wasn't um why wasn't Maybe it's not Gus Bradley. Who's the guy's name? Gus Bradley was the OC. Who's the brother? Gus, Gus Bradley was the defensive coordinator. He went to Jacksonville. He was the the head coach down there for a while. Uh, the they OC, right? He was in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. He's like uh, he's like the head coach, the weirdo fuck for the for the Dolphins, right? Uh, we, <laughs> nobody, knows, nobody knows what he is, but he says I'm mixed. Well, listen, I I don't I don't care. That's me and you don't give a fuck. Like. My thing is, like, John Fox is taking the team to a Super Bowl. He's sitting there as an analyst, kind of like Bruce Arians in Tampa right now. Like, me and you have seen it for years, right? Uh, Phil Fulmore, every time that Tennessee goes through a coaching hire, a change, Phil Fulmore steps in there and coaches the bowl game. Or or Bob Stoops steps in Oklahoma while they're hiring the coach. Or... Or in Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez steps in there and fucking is, is – he's such an egotistical fucking maniac. He wants to be there every day, right? So why isn't this done with a guy that's on staff in the building compared to a guy that's talking about your team every day on ESPN who is a Hall of Famer there in within the organization? We get all that. But, 
I made a funny tweet yesterday. I'm like, can I be the OC? Can can well, is Pat McAfee going to be the special teams coordinator? I mean, what are we doing what the here? What are we doing exactly? Like, I, I, I'm 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 kind of dumbfounded on the process on how they got to this point. But for example, like just Saturday as a commentator on Sunday when Jacksonville made the comeback against the Raiders, they put the Colts play the Raiders on Sunday. He was tweeting about how terrible the Raiders are. They are awful. It's the worst football team in the NFL, blah, 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 blah. There's no NFL head coach on earth that would tweet that if he was a coach. But the analyst guy was tweeting how terrible the team is he's about to play. And the next day, he's he's the head coach. So on Sunday, he didn't know that he was going to be the head coach at all, obviously, because he was tweeting that shit. And just Saturday wouldn't have done that knowing if he was if he was going to be the interim coach and he knew, I guarantee you he wouldn't be tweeting how bad the Raiders are because that's bulletin board material. So now that he's the head coach and those it's out there, like that tells me that this was done in like an afternoon. So Ursay just called him and was like, hey, Jeff, uh, Jim Ursay here, you know, owner of the Colts. Yeah, how you doing? Uh, I know you consulted with me a couple of times over the summer. I really respect your opinion. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so you want to coach the Colts? And he's like, well, what? You want me to come in and help with the offensive line or something? It's the middle of the season. No, I want you to come be the head coach. You want me to come do what? Oh, come be the head coach for 10 weeks. Isn't he uh, coaching high school or something? What? Isn't he coaching high school? He, he was the he was a head coach at some high school in Georgia, yeah. And just it's probably just to give back, you know, he's just down there coaching. Maybe his kid goes to the school or some shit. I don't know. But the I just this is this is like a, it's it's like a fucking clown show. This is ridiculous. Like how easy do you want to make this fucking job, NFL? Holy god in heaven. Could you give us any more salacious shit to talk about? Who are you gonna fucking hire next? We're gonna go get Dave Chappelle to be the wide receiver coach. I don't know, man. Run your route, bitch! It, it's a fucking slap the ball, face. bitch. What's like, the thing you say in the face? <laughs> man, I, I told, I said this yesterday. I'm like, the, how many guys on that roster don't? How many do you think don't even fucking know who Jeff Saturday is? At I would least bet, a third of them. I bet you a lot of them, right? At least a third, yeah. They, no, these new kids have no, not all of them, but a lot of them have no sense of history of the game they play whatsoever. They didn't grow up collecting football cards and like. You know, really studying the players. They they think that they invented football, so they're the first guy to ever play receiver and shit. So I I, I think that there's a lot of them that don't know who he is. He's just some ESPN analyst that has probably dogged out half of them on the fucking team, and now they're like, oh, now this guy's my fucking head coach. Great. So uh, if we think it's a joke, I can only imagine how the players feel. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Ellinger looks absolutely atrocious. As we figured, he's a rookie. He's never oh, played. I mean, fuck, what did you think he was going to do? Come out and look look at look at the Patrick Willis kid for fucking uh, the Tennessee. I mean, they throw the Malik football. Willis is terrible, bro. I, I, I'm just saying. Huh, I don't know, man. Right, so, so then is Matt Ryan like on IR for the rest of the year or can they bring him back? I, I have no idea. I have no fuck. If, I, if I'm Saturday and I have to roll with Ellinger for the rest of the year, I mean – Holy shit, what would entice him to do this? Like, he, he's got to be getting fucking broke off a huge check to do this, right? Oh, yeah. There's no like, Massive. I hear, I've heard from Pat before. I've heard from other things. Like, him and Ursay are like butthole buddies. 
Like it's, they're like talk every day, like regardless of what's happening in life, they talk every day. So apparently it was a text message. Like it was so easy that it was a text message. Like, Hey, you think you can come be the head coach for me for this rest of the year? All right, dude, I'll leave ESPN. Let me talk to Stephen A. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Unbelievable. And, and, and like people are now talking about they should have, what, hired a minority coach? So should Reggie Wayne or Marvin Harrison gotten the job? No, Reggie went. No, they got what's his name's a running back coach there. Uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Uh, been around a long time, but they're not ready. Like none of these cats are ready on that staff. I mean, like I said, Reggie Wayne just got the job, and he was a Peyton Manning favorite. Well, they're they're more ready than fucking Jeff Saturday. He's not even on the staff. Oh, no, I agree to that. I agree <laughs> to that. I thought you meant. I thought you meant like. But uh, no, like like people are bitching about like oh, yeah, they, didn't, they didn't Rooney rule it right, so he didn't interview a minority head coach so i probably should have done that number one but also like there's plenty of coaches on the fucking coaching staff that played there and they're part of the Colt family why i just don't understand why jeff saturday like i need ursay to like right, tell first, us what the fuck he's all, thinking about i don't think us bradley's mixed <laughs> i haven't said that i'm telling you what they're saying he is I don't give a fuck what he is, but I'm telling you, I know Gus Bradley. I didn't know he was mixed at all. I, if he is mixed, I'm shocked. But if that's the narrative that we're spinning out here, which is a fucking joke, I just have to understand. I want to make sure I'm clear here. Uh, this is a this is a situation that we have. Uh, Scotty Montgomery's on the staff. He's been around a long time, and and, and there's a couple of cats, D line coach uh, from Ball State. I want to get before you get out of here. I want to ask you this though. Whitlock brought this up yesterday, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, he thinks that a lot of these cats, John Fox, um, Bradley, possibly, um, a lot these other guys are like, why, why am I going to take this L on my resume for the next ten weeks? And and let me not, I'm not going to say take shit. And maybe he thinks a lot of the staff said the same thing. Fuck you, bring in whoever you want. We're not going to take these L's on our resume. Uh, for a half a season, when we know the interim coach never gets the job. Uh, I, if I'm if I'm Fox and like, look, I am saying what I'm about to say goes against everything I am as a man as a as, and as a football player. But I've also never been put in this kind of fucked up situation before, and I, I just I've never seen anything like this before. This isn't the way it's supposed to work at all. You don't just bring in people off the street, regardless of who they are. It's like the Broncos hiring, ha firing Hackett and just calling Steve Atwater because he's on the radio and saying, come be the head coach. It's, I love Steve, but that's fucking ridiculous. So, I, look, man, if I'm Fox or Gus Bradley or one of the prominent players on this team, I am shutting it down, dog. I'm fucked this. We're just bringing random people in off the street and you want me to keep selling out for this team? I know I'm not going to be here next year. Ursay's making crazy ass rash decisions. Like we're essentially this is just a big clown show. This isn't this that look this experiment is going to get this is going to has the potential to get really fucking ugly, bro. That's what I said, dude. I said he like, this is not a good look. Hey, uh, any thoughts on uh, OBJ? Uh, he said that he dropped his four teams. I know you got to get out of here. Uh, he said he, he he said he's mentioned the Packers, Cowboys, Buffalo, or even going back to the Giants as his favorite top four. Where does he fit in best? And would you even waste it with the Packers at this point? 
Yeah, I wouldn't go to Green Bay. I think Green Bay's cooked. Um, I wouldn't go to Buffalo. They're loaded. They've got a ton of talent. He would. I think he would be. It would kind of. I'm not saying he couldn't go there and contribute. That's not what I'm saying. He's a great player. I think it would kind of mess up the continuity he already has with Davis and Diggs and Knox and like the just the flow of the offense. They've right. all been working yeah, together for so to long. the Rams last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could go in and just be be a perfect mix. But I also think that like if Rashawn Woods doesn't get hurt, he could have filled that role perfectly, even better than OBJ. Uh, I really loved Rashawn Woods with the Rams. He was awesome for years. Um, I think that the Cowboys are a great fit for him. They need like Gallup hasn't really developed into the true number two behind CD with Amari gone. You could bring OBJ in and like he he could really open up some of some of those three wide receiver sets for Dallas. Um and then what was the last team? The Giants. Giants is back to the Giants, yeah. Fucking A, he could go help his old team. Yeah, they I'm sure they've taken with open arms and uh they've lost Shepard and you know the the dude they signed from Detroit. Uh the big receiver hasn't panned out at all. He's been a bust as a free agent signing. I can't remember his fucking name. Um, but I, you know, the Giants are coming off of a bye week and they're rolling and we'll see how they continue to do. But I'm sure that Brian Dable would love a new toy like OBJ. Fuck yeah. I mean, look, good football players are hard to find and he's at the end of his road. And I'm sure he wants to go somewhere for a year or two and, and right off into the sunset. He got himself a ring. Um, my, percep- my perception on OBJ has changed a little bit. I, I, I've seen the way he struggled through injury and his character and how he's come back from that. And it really changed my entire perspective on on the man, to be honest with you. I, I used to think he was a straight diva. And now I'm like, you know, this is one hardworking son of a bitch. He really loves this shit. So it, uh, I, I, I respect OBJ for everything he's been through, honestly. Wow. I think it's yeah. a fuck stick, but that's me. I know. It's okay. Uh, and now we, I hate we, dis- we disagree I again. I don't want to talk to you no more the rest of the day. We disagree, and now I can't talk to you the rest of the day. I'm not you talking to you guys ever you. again. You felt fucking you like OBJ. Yeah. I'm never gonna speak to you again. I'm not. I'm not gonna be on the show anymore. You've hurt my feelings so bad that I'm gonna go to my comfort dog over here. I'm gonna fucking spit in my hand, Chicago backhand, the rest of the day, and then like feel real sorry for about myself and just. Coach Jay doesn't like me. <laughs> hey, and I'm gonna walk around all day on Instagram and fucking start an OnlyFans. Hey man, that's a good thing. I appreciate you, dog. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be your first subscriber. Just be. I'll see you in the morning, homeboy. Have a good day. Later. Please. Um, Matt's always a great one. Um, Matt, we're just getting the start. The show. The show started. We got a uh, Cody Purvis, uh, Charlottesville, Virginia native, country singer. Um, got a new. Uh, Got a new song out. We're gonna break that down. We're gonna. He's a he's a huge uh, uh, Washington Commander fan and knows a lot about football. He's got a new single called Red Rover. If you don't know Cody Purvis is, go follow him on IG and Twitter. Cody Purvis Music. Uh, well, he'll be in and uh, he's got a little show for us today. So it should be interesting at the end of the show, towards the end of the show, last hour or so. Um, man. Can Lamar win a Super Bowl playing like he is? That is the poll question. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
the Jeff Saturday thing to me is interesting. We, we're going to move on. We've talked about it enough. Uh, five-star linebacker Anthony Hills decommitted the word that I love so much. I want to show this. I have it. I've typed in the word decommitted on my Word document here, and I'm reading this. Five-star linebacker Anthony Hill has decommitted. It has a red line underneath it, and it and it gives you recommitted. <laughs> the, the The best favorite word for it is recommitted, and then it gives you decimated. And then <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no other options. That is kind of ironic. Decimated is a word they give you. And it means destroyed, devastated, annihilated. That's pretty much accurate. That's pretty fucking accurate. Or it, it gives you recommitted. That's crazy. I think I'm going to start using that. The word decommitted doesn't exist, should be changed to recommitted. Because you should recommit your fucking self, you soft pussy fucks. That is where I stand with the word. Five-star Anthony Hill is decommitted, though, from Texas A&M. I believe the shitstorm is about to begin in College Station. I think they're going to see a bunch of fucking cats say, I'm going to decommit. I think you're going to see it at an all-time high. And I think Jimbo Fisher is going to get on. He's going to be on his way out really, really soon. So that's my fucking, that's my take on that. Um, going to see what's up with that. Josh Allen, like I said, is being investigated for a torn UCL, being evaluated, I should say, uh, after being strip sacked. Uh, did not look good. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, but that is what's the, you know, that's what gets repaired when you have Tommy John surgery in the baseball world. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I hope it's not a, that could be a game changer for the NFL. Uh, I don't know. College basketball update. The top 25 re- rankings came out, out last night. Gonzaga, number one. They're talking about realigning to a whole new conference. North Carolina's two. Houston's three. Kentucky's four. Duke's five. Arkansas, six. Baylor, seven. Kansas, eight. Bill Self is suspended the first four games, however. Tennessee's number nine. And UCLA's number 10. Um. I mean, that's really all I care about out of the top 25. I just want to go through the top 10, but, you know. Uh, BYU, they're still receiving some backlash from the debunked accusation of racism made at a women's volleyball game against Duke hosted at Smith Fieldhouse in Provo, Utah. The accusations made by Duke player Rachel Richardson alleged that she heard a BYU fan shout a racial slur at her in a match on August 26th. As a result of the controversy, the University of Pacific said Monday that its women's volleyball team is forfeiting its upcoming match versus BYU, initially scheduled for Thursday. It's interesting, man, because I thought that shit was squashed. I thought they came out and said it didn't happen, that it was a bullshit deal. Uh, But I wouldn't be surprised if it happened in fucking Provo, Utah. But at the same time, if it did happen, I thought it was already over and they said she didn't even say it. I don't know what the hell's going on. BYU has a lot of issues. Football team's not doing well either right now. I got a former player of mine, DJ, uh, grad assistant there under my good friend Kalani Sataki, who's done a hell of a job there overall in totality. BYU's struggling this year. But it's not like BYU doesn't play a fucking pretty damn good schedule every single year. They have to play a bunch of fucking schools because they're an independent, and they got to play everyone and their mama, basically. So usually they're a bunch of older Mormon kids who've been out a long time. They're grown men. They got grown man strength. And they usually do pretty well and hold their own. Last year he had a great year. The year before he's had a great year. He's had a great couple of years. But this year he's struggling uh, mildly. 
Um, back to the OBJ thing, uh, the, the four teams, you know, like the part of me that wants to see him with Aaron Rodgers, um, like I want to see that dynamic duo. I don't know if it's OBJ of old. I don't know if it's Aaron Rodgers of old. I wouldn't mind. I want to see that duo, though, selfishly. Selfishly, I want to see that duo. That's just what it is. Um, you know, I want to see that duo, uh, to be honest, selfishly speaking. But, again, uh, I don't know where OBJ is. He's not going to go to a team, in my opinion, that doesn't have an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. Um it is storming down in LA. California is raining like crazy uh, two days in a row here. So that's something ironic. It never rains in Southern California. Uh, Cody Purvis will join us later on and drop a couple songs right here live with his guitarist. Um, Packers' Devondre Campbell rips the NFL over the turf issues after Rashawn Gary's season-ending ACL injury. Do you guys agree with this turf thing? Is the turf a real monster? I mean, we've already we've been saying that as coaches for fucking 20 years that it's a monster. Do you guys just now think that it's becoming a, a big prevalent deal because of either the injuries on the inj- on the lower remedy uh, lower extremities, or is it because of the concussion and all the fucking head trauma? That's really what it is. We know, but the injuries that are occurring are actually a lot more prevalent in the lower body than they are on the upper body. And I don't know if you knew that or not. Uh, Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z led group, including Matthew McConaughey and possibly Kevin Durant is now interested in buying the Washington commanders for around $7 billion. And they hope to finalize this within the next six months. Daniel Snyder finally said, fuck it. I'm giving it up. Huh? Uh, I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting uh, situation there. Um, I don't know. I don't know how that how that's going to pan out. Um, I don't know. The uh, $2 billion Powerball. All right. I bought a shitload of tickets yesterday for shits and giggles. I don't ever play the Powerball or the Mega Millions or any of that. But I don't know what's going on, to be honest. All I know is there is a huge conspiracy out there now because they canceled the drawing apparently due to technical difficulties because of a voting um discrepancy apparently we're in the midterm vote uh, voting around america and we have the voting i don't know how voting got involved with the fucking powerball okay I do not know what's going on. I know my tickets are out there. Are we getting reimbursed or is it not a thing or what the fuck is the deal? Are these tickets going to be used for Wednesdays when it's $2.5 billion? I don't know. Um, I'm very curious. What's up, dude? Get down. Why are you so wet? No. Get down. Go lay down. This guy's raining, thunder, lightning. This guy don't like that shit. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Um, listen, let me let me get these guys out here um, before I show you my intro and outro video to Last Chance Q, which airs today, by the way. So make sure if you're not a member of our Patreon, 
become one. Me and Sean Salisbury, we launched Last Chance Q today, God willing, with this weather. And uh, you got to see our intro and outro videos. They're pretty fire. I'm going to give you guys a sneak pre preview today. Um, but give me two minutes. I'm going to let them out real quick and uh, refill my coffee. And then I'm solo until Cody Purvis joins us here. And uh, I'll give you the rest of the guest lineup for the week. Give me two minutes. Peace. Segment of this show. Um, we're moving right along. Um, first and 10 is uh, brought to you by CanadipCBD.com. Use the promo code CoachJB. CanadipCBD. We're right here. First down. It's first down. Uh, we're going to get into this. Um, this, uh, this show, first and 10, right on the bottom there. Um, Trevor Lawrence, is he a bust, Sean? Uh, that is the question right now, the $10 million question, because that's what he's going to end up wanting uh, in his first rookie contract deal that he's going to end up expiring next year. Uh, he's probably going to want $50 million. Who knows what they get now? It's, the market has just been set so high. Um, and I got to be devil's advocate, Sean. Uh, I can't you wait to hear on him? You quitting on him? I you can't wait him already. No, Jason Whitlock asked me the other day. Is he thinks he's a bust? And I said, listen, first of all, this guy went in. Let me just go start here. Let me start here, Sean. You know better than anybody. How many quarterbacks can you name on your finger, on your hand, that has gone to a horrible organization and has been the blossomed, been good, been great? I mean. Peyton Manning, I believe, without Edrin, you know, he had to get Edrin James at the right time. He had to get Marvin Harrison at the right time. Troy Aikman, he had to get Emmett. He had to get that old line. He had to get Michael Irvin at the right time. Uh, his first year, he went one in 15, Sean. So, like, how many guys really blossom on bad organizations? And I got to be devil's advocate here, Sean. Trevor Lawrence went into a team last year with Urban Meyer, who rather not fly back with the team, who was a college guy, just not was not ready. College guys don't translate to the NFL. NFL guys don't translate to college. I don't care what you say. There's only been two humans in the world that has done both. Jimmy. All right, let's get after it. Let's get after it. Uh, Monday Night Football last night. Um, uh, Raven Saints. Uh, Lamar Jackson led the Ravens past New Orleans on a two-touchdown performance, 27-13. Lamar was 12 of 22, 130 yards, and a touchdown on the ground. He had 11 carries for 82 yards. Lamar Jackson continues to impress us with high school statistics. Um, he is a high school statistic uh, quarterback. <laughs> he is throwing the football at a, uh, an alarming rate of yardage. He, he did surpass 4,000 yards rushing last night for his career. It puts him at fifth all-time, I believe, behind Russell Wilson, Michael Vick, uh, Randall Cunningham. Uh, I forgot who else it is. But I, I, I just got to be real. Like, 4,000 yards as a quarterback rushing. Um. He's done it in half the time of Russell Wilson, obviously. So you do see the difference between a runner and a improviser with his feet that uses the pocket to manipulate it and move around. That's Russell Wilson, who's at the end of his career, obviously. Um, is 4,000 yards rushing a good thing? Is 4,000 yards rushing a good thing for a quarterback? Because I'm curious. I don't think it is. Not, not right now. I know that's where we're heading. I know that's what's trending. But I do not believe Lamar Jackson can win a Super Bowl running the football like he is. I just don't see it. Um, 
He connected with 10 different receivers last night without his top target and and, and tight end, uh, Mark Andrews. I, I'm curious, though. Uh, I, I was impressed with Deshaun Jackson's first game back. He made some great catches. I thought he really ran a few good routes. I thought he had some good connections. I thought he had some – They had, seemed like they had decent chemistry. But Deshaun Jackson's been around a long time. Um, but Lamar Jackson – Another high school statistical game, 133 yards through the air. Um, Kenyon Drake carried that team last night, 24 carries, 93 yards, two touchdowns. Um, likely the other tight end surprise caught another touchdown two weeks in a row. Andy Dalton was 19 of 29, 210. Kamara was a non-factor. Chris Olave, Olave had six balls caught for 70 yards. Um, I'm just looking through the stats here. You know, the Saints are a bad football team. Um, Dennis Allen, I told you on this show before, I told you he's not a head coach. He should be a D coordinator. Just very similar to my main man in Tampa Bay. I think Bowles is a good D coordinator, not a head coach. Some guys just don't – it doesn't translate to being a head coach. Sometimes you just should not be a head coach. I'm sorry. So, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't think um, – I don't think that this is a sustainable deal by Lamar. I don't think that – Dennis Allen's a head coach in the Saints. New Orleans looks bad. They're three and six. They're roughly just basically out of the, out of the deal. Um, can Lamar go to the Saints if he doesn't get re-signed? He's a free agent in about 118 days. Um, he'll be a free agent in the beginning of March or whatever. He's going to be a free football agent. Where does Lamar Jackson end up? That is the question I have for you. Uh, that is the question I have. Where does Lamar Jackson end up? Can he end up in Carolina? Because they need a quarterback. Can he end up in Atlanta? They need a quarterback. Mariota's not the guy. Can he end up in New Orleans for the Saints? They have a roster already predicated around kind of an athletic guy they can use when Taysom Hill. So Lamar Jackson could fit the Saints. Um, <clears throat> they do have pieces. They have a great defense, just like he kind of has a new in, in, in Baltimore. And can he go to the Commanders? Can't wait to ask Cody, uh, Cody Purvis when he comes on the show here uh, later on. You know, I'm curious. And then in the North, can he go to Detroit? I don't see him fitting that roster. And then in the West, I do fit, I do see him fitting a 49ers roster, especially now with McCaffrey, if he can stay healthy with Debo. The 49ers roster really, really fits Lamar well, about as well as the Ravens roster does. They have even better pieces around them, but they can run the similar thing. Here's my take on the whole thing. Like Lamar Jackson doesn't fit. Matt McChesney, you know, he said 20 teams would love to have Lamar. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Because the reason I say I don't think it's true is you have to revamp your entire roster to bring a Lamar Jackson in. You don't have those pieces. You have to change your whole philosophy, ideologies, drafting, how you draft, personnel-wise, what you're looking for. You got to get running backs. You got to get O-line. You got to get tight ends. You have to get guys like that that are close to the line of scrimmage that can make plays for Lamar Jackson. 
not guys that are out here. You only need one burner because they run play action, suck everybody in the box. They're going to throw it over the top. Hollywood Brown, i.e. Hollywood Brown, who didn't get the ball enough, bitched and moaned and won it out. That is what you're going to constantly have unless you go after Deshaun Jackson types who are at the end of their career who have to take the job. They have to. They have no choice. Deshaun knows he's not getting this huge bag anymore. He's done. Deshaun Jackson, I'm saying, he knows he's done. So what wide out in their right mind in a bag chasing marketplace is going to go to Baltimore or any team for that matter where Lamar Jackson resides? Please tell me. I'm, I'd love to hear your thoughts because there's no way that in this highest market valued wide receiver market where they're getting big bags every single year, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Michael, Mike Evans, all these receivers getting these big bags. That is what they solely need. Stats. Stats get them their bag. And what wideout in their right mind is going to go to Baltimore to get the ball thrown 22 times a game for 133 yards? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Keep it real. Keep it real. Keep it real. I'm just curious. I want to know because there's no way that you can sit here and tell me rationally and have any idea how football's really operated and played today in today's world that these receivers are knocking down the door to go to fucking Baltimore. Come on, man. Miss me. There's a reason there's no wideouts in Baltimore. Stop telling me that Lamar's not as good because he don't have no wideouts to throw to. No, he's not. He don't have wideouts to throw to because they don't want to play with him. Please understand this, okay? I'm trying to keep it real with you. I got buddies on the staff. I got folks in this business. I got players playing. I understand and know and see what you don't. Lamar Jackson don't have wideouts because they don't want the fucking football thrown 22 times a game. Hollywood Brown had to get out of there. Yeah, Hollywood Brown had a thousand yard year or two because they ran play action when Lamar was young. They didn't know anything about what Lamar really could do. Now they're starting to suck him in the box, spy him with a Mike backer. And now guess what? He don't he can't throw the football. So let's stop Lamar, keep him in the pocket, keep him uncomfortable, and let's see him beat us with his arm. Not happening, sorry. He's not getting it done. He cannot beat you with his arm. He can throw great balls at times, no doubt. I had Patrick Queen, his teammate, currently on the roster on my show. He said, man, Lamar made some throws we haven't even seen before. Like, we're impressed with his throws. He makes, because like he's a thrower. Lamar has a big-time arm, even though he's unorthodox. His platform's low. He's got some mechanical issues. But he has a big-time arm. He's a fucking freak-of-nature athlete, man. But he is an athlete playing quarterback. He's not a quarterback who is athletic. I keep harping on that saying, and I'm just letting you know, that is a real thing. Just please understand it. Um well, I, I, I'm on record on this show 
saying that Taylor Heineke or whatever his name is, was going to win him some football games. Did I not? What do I know? Pretty sure that I've said it on my show. I told you Heineke was going to be a rejuvenation in Washington. And they could have won their third in a row with him. Um, <clears throat> and and the Vikings came back. So kudos to the Vikings for making a comeback. But, but they were down and out. Washington had them beat. Heineke brings that energy. I don't think Heineke's sustainable in the NFL for a long time, but he does bring that energy. I think the players like him. They want to play for him. Uh, can't wait to ask Cody, who's a Washington. He's from that area. He knows a lot about it. And then we're going to talk about Daniel Snyder and him selling the selling the team. He's finally came to the agreement of, okay, I'm going to sell this team. So, Yeah, I did, Carl. I did. You got me. I, I, I said something that was wrong. Out of a million other things I said that was right, you got me on the one thing. I said the Colts would be in the AFC title game. I, I have to eat crow for that. <laughs> you think I'm apologizing for picking that? No. But I'm eating crow. They lo- they're not a good team. We, we went from me picking them in the AFC title game to nothing. But this is the, that's why I love the dick riders. See, that's why I love my dick riders because – Carl Regal in the chat, he wants to prove, he wants to show that I picked, he wants my one flaw that he's seen, but he's not ever, ever came out and said the million things that I've said that's right. Why is that? See, that is the epitome of a dick writer who is a bottom feeder, like Carl Regal, who can't admit when you're right, but he wants to find the one flaw when you got something wrong and say it out on a chat. <laughs> I said the Broncos were going to play the Colts in the AFC title game. I said that Russell Wilson was going to be up for the MVP. I said that I thought this Matt Ryan was going to have a rejuvenated season because the Colts had a roster ready to go because last year they did have a roster ready to go. And this year it's been a debacle. Okay. So you got me. What how, Now bring up all the million things I've said that were right. How about Daniel Jones and the Giants? Let's talk about them. No? How about the Bucks being bad with Tom Brady? Let's talk about that. Why haven't you mentioned that? Why haven't you mentioned any other quarterbacks I've been right on for I don't know how long? How about me saying that college football is watered down and you're and you're gonna see all these teams being right at the end of this thing? Why why haven't we ever mentioned any of these other things I've mentioned? I'm curious. I'm very curious. What do I know? JB, you said Lamar's no good. I didn't say he's no good. I said he's not a great quarterback. I said he's not sustainable to win a Super Bowl. But what do I know? Threw for another great 133 yards last night. (laughs) Voting day. The mommy voting day, I guess. Okay, I, I don't vote, so I'm sorry. Michael Fuller, what's going on, brother? Coach, good luck this week. Uh, coach Fuller, he play, he's a coach at a local high school team here. They won their first round of playoff game. They got a, uh, they got a, 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 another strong opponent this week. So good luck to them out there um, at Chaparral High School here in uh, Temecula. Marietta, Temecula, out here in SoCal. Shout out to Chaparral uh, High School Football for getting it done last week. Um 
Is Kyrie Irving, is Kyrie Irving um, retiring? Is that a real thing? He's got to meet six different criteria to become uh, el- roster eligible according to ownership for the Brooklyn Nets. Is he going to do it? Is he going to allow his ego to do it? Is he going to allow it to affect his NBA career? Because you know they're ready to get him out of there, dog. You know cancel culture. You know all this type of You know they're ready to move him, right? You know they want him out of there right now. That's why they suspended him. Suspending Kyrie was the first piece to this. Now Kyrie has to come out and show that he's contrite and he's sorry. And I told you, I don't like Kyrie. I think he's a shitbird. I do respect him for the fact that he didn't take the shot. He stood by his convictions. But then I lost all respect this time around when he came out and apologized. Don't apologize, dog. This is who you are. It's not, we're not who we say we are. We are who we are. That is who you are, Kyrie. You've said it. I'm standing by what I say. And don't apologize, homie. That's just the bottom line. Don't apologize because you would have had my respect. I don't, I still think you're a shitbird. I you would have had my respect though. Now you lost that too. So apologizing is for shitbirds. You don't apologize. You apologize in the moment. Right now. Apologize right now if something happened. I apologize right now if something happened. I don't apologize tomorrow because I'm already, that's who I am. Why would I apologize to you, homie? That's who I am. I have been, if you don't know the story, I've said it before. A lot of you guys don't know on TikTok. Come on over to YouTube live right here and check us out. I got destroyed on ESPN, Fox, TMZ, all these outlets when I left uh, independence and I left the show and all that. The number one reason I was blasted in social media, on the media, on ESPN, the ticker like my ticker right here on the bottom of my show, the ticker on ESPN said, last chance you Netflix star Coach Brown has resigned without apology. That is what it said. Go on YouTube, Google it, pull it up. Look what ESPN wrote about me. And I laughed because my letter of resignation was one that said basically, I think I'm getting fucked. You could fuck yourselves and you just fucked 200 kids. Okay. You screwed their lives up. That is what you did. You screwed their lives up because you gave up the one and only bridge between failure and success with a bunch of inner city youth that needed a cat like me. And guess what? It's kind of imploded since. I'm just going to say. But what they're mad about is that I did not apologize. And I sleep at night to this day knowing that I did not apologize. And I, and I, I go to sleep every night knowing that they could eat a big old fat shit sandwich. Because why would I apologize? At graduating 101 Division I players in three years, a national record, the highest football playing GPA in JUCO football history, 
uh, the highest retention rates, the highest graduation rates, and sending more kids to the NFL and Division I than any community college coach in American history without ever seeing them get arrested or thrown in jail or kicked out of a four-year institution after leaving me. I've had my first one ever in 20 years happen a couple years ago. First one. So why the fuck would I apologize for that? Let's keep it real. Why wouldn't I apologize? Why would I? No, I'm not apologizing. In Carl Regal, it wasn't even about a joke. That's what the kid called himself. That's what the players called him. They don't want to talk about that, though. They don't want to, they don't want to show all the rest of the text messages. But when I do it and say, basically, I'm your daddy. Get your ass over here. Stop harassing females. Stop cussing out people in your German dialect. Stop walking around with Mein Kampf book. <laughs> Like, stop doing that. Let's not talk about that, though. Let's just talk about, let's hate on coach and get him out of here because he yells at us. That's what the teacher said. Well, I yelled at you because you're horrible teachers and you uh, were probably racist and didn't want to help a bunch of black kids graduate. So, yeah, I yelled at you. (laughs) So let's get this guy out of here because he's an asshole. Well, before this asshole showed up... (laughs) You never won football games. You never won a bowl game. You never sent kids to college. And you never fucking had Netflix in your shithole town. (laughs) But what do I know? What what do I know? Um, Justin Fields looks absolutely like sweetness. He looks like Walter Payton. He runs like a running back. He looks great. He ran for 200 yards in an NFL game. Can Justin Fields be sustainable in an NFL football game at quarterback for the long term? Can he win in Chicago? No, he cannot. Sorry. I'm saying it here. I've said it all along. But what do I know? Justin Fields, man, he he does have upside. I, I, I like him a lot. Uh, again, you know, He's not a quarterback who's athletic. He's an athlete playing quarterback. That is the difference. So I, I and this is my thing. He's the, let's spare this young man from being put in these situations and anointing him as this guy that's the next great thing. ESPN comes out yesterday and said, "I told you Justin Fields is going to be the guy." Well, he just lost again. I, I, I'm, I'm shocked here. Like, is he winning football games or something I don't know about? Is he dissecting coverage with his arm that I don't know about? Is he ready to go to take the Chicago Bears to a Super Bowl? No. Let's calm down. Stop putting the pressure on him. You just did that to a bunch of young kids at the University of Tennessee. Media. You just put a bunch of pressure on the University of Tennessee by ranking them number one ahead of Georgia, the defending national champions. You did that on purpose, and it's screwed up. I'm going to be honest. It's pretty screwed up when you see a bunch of adults putting kids in a situation to fail on purpose. I said it last week, but what do I know? Tennessee was set up to fail. You put them number one. Why? What have they earned? What have they done? Because they beat Alabama this year, who's not as good as everyone thought? 
because I've been saying football's watered down and it's very, very equitable. <laughs> Dog, Tennessee wasn't going to beat Georgia. Me and Zach called it out and talked about it on the show. They were going to beat Alabama and Georgia. If they did, then they're probably going to be national champs, but that's what it is. If my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle. It just don't happen like that. And for you to anoint them and bump them over the defending champs, which is we know in boxing, you got to knock a champ out to get the card draw, right? The bottom line is Georgia should have been number one. Tennessee would have played a much better game, in my opinion, still being hungry for that natty and that number one ranking. Instead, you put them at number one ahead of Georgia when you haven't earned it. It's like, it's like watching Creed and, 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 and Rocky when, when Mickey told Rocky, you ain't beat nobody. You beat a bunch of bums. That's why I don't let you fight Apollo Creed. That's why I don't let you fight Mr. T. Because he's going to annihilate you because you're not very good. I've been protecting you by fighting bums. <clears throat> Tennessee the same way. You were protecting Tennessee, and then you got out of the way, and you screwed that team, that fan base, and everything, thinking they were really the number one team in America when they haven't been relevant in 20 years. Come on, man. You did that to the bunch of kids. You put that pedestal. You put them on that pedestal, and now Georgia had bullet room material, bullet board material, came after them, and absolutely dominated Tennessee, exploited them in a lot of ways as well, uh, completely controlled the tempo, high-paced offense of Tennessee by doing some things on the defensive line and coverage, disguise coverages. And now you've given them the recipe. And I've told you in this, in this life, dog, we're in a, we're in a, we are in a generation where Georgia will beat you twice because you cats are so soft. You can't get over the last loss and move on to the next one. Syracuse has allowed Clemson to beat them three weeks in a row. Syracuse is undefeated. And Syracuse is, was undefeated. Everybody thought, they're for real. Can they? And then they played Clemson tough and just busted a nut on himself. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. And guess what? They ain't won a game since. Oregon State loses to SC. Guess what happens the next week? Gets blown out by Utah. You saw USC beat Oregon State twice. Washington gets blown out by UCLA. Goes and plays a, a team that hasn't won a football game. Arizona State fired their coach. Guess what? Lost. UCLA beat them twice. How many other teams have you seen that happen to this year? Kansas. TCU beat them twice. They go, they go up to Oklahoma, get blown out. Didn't even show up. Like, in some instances, it's three and four times these teams get beat by the previous team. You got to have a 24-hour rule. Get over it. You lost. You won. Move on. But our generation is so soft and stuck on this other stuff that we lost. We can't win again. This season's over. And da, da, da. Man. Zach Smith brought up a great point yesterday. I know he talked about it on his show. I didn't get to watch it yet, but if you guys watch Minister Sports on YouTube, Zach does a hell of a job on his show. He talked about, have we seen the last of Bryce Young? Because they know we know Alabama with two losses, they're done. And 
is Bryce Young going to pack it in and get with an agent and start worrying about the NFL draft? Or is Nick Saban's culture so finite and tightly knitted where those players are ingrained in culture and understand, I'm not going to let this man down for all he's done for us, what he's done for college football, what he stands for at Alabama. I'm going to play it out because I signed up for this. I signed up to play this game. I signed up to play with my brothers and bleed with them, cry with them, sweat with them. Or uh, I'm just going to pack it up, dog. I'm going to be a first rounder. Screw you guys. I'm out. We can't play for nothing meaningful. We, 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 hey, y'all, we did well last year. But you know what? I'm not that, you know, we're done now. I'm just going to get ready for the NFL, guys. I don't want to get hurt. You know where I stand. I hate it. I despise it. I think you should start what you finish and finish what you start. That's just what I believe in. If you're going to if you're going to start something, you better finish it because that's all you have when you get buried and put in this casket or cremated or whatever happens to you. All we have is our word, our integrity and what we actually stood for. Coach JB passes away. I pass away. People are going to say, Coach JB, he wouldn't apologize, dog. And now I see why. I see why. Because if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for everything. That is just real shit. If you stand for nothing, you'll fall for everything. And that's just something I can't do. That is why I respected Kyrie Irving. That is why I actually respected him for not taking a shot and standing by it. But now I lost it again because you apologize for what you said when you that is who you are. We know who you are. Don't have a marketing publicist write out an apology letter. I didn't. I wrote my letter. But people are mad at me because I didn't apologize, dog. Um, I don't know what's going on in the uh, chat here. Um, Kansas was playing a backup quarterback and lost by twelve. Watch the games, man. They were playing, they they lost to, by twelve to Oklahoma. I'm confused on what you're saying. I know who they lost to. I, I, my, my buddy's the head coach. I've watched a lot of their games. I picked them to win seven games this year. What are you talking about? See, another clown who comes into the chat, and he's a dick writer, and he wants attention, and he wants to produce the show, and he wants to get involved in the chat, and he wants to tell me some things that aren't true and act like he's breaking news that JB didn't know that KU had their backup in. <laughs> Holy shit, dog. Why do people want to come out and not, they don't even know what they're talking about. They just want to be heard. You guys want to be seen on social media. You want to be heard in chats because you're bottom feeders. You have no life. You have no life. Your life depends on my show. <laughs> Your life depends on my show. 
That's pretty fucking impressive. I wish I would allow someone's show to be my and take up my life. But hey, kudos to you. I'm glad you at least picked my show. <laughs> um uh, I know Den I know Devin Erickson, but it will. Because you're a follower, homie. You're a follower. Just like all the dick writers. You're a follower. And that's why you're in here. You need attention this morning. Your girl broke up with you. You found out that your girl w- broke up with you. And um, TikTok, come on over to YouTube Live, dog. I'm right here. Come on over and jump on in here. Have a chance to win you some merch. Peace. Um you found out that your girl, you woke up next to her and you were like, holy shit, what the fuck is wrong with you? Devin Erickson, your girl woke up and you smelled her breath and was like, what in the fuck is wrong with you? Well, she had JB's dick on her breath. <laughs> Remember, my dick smells good, dog, but you got to gargle afterwards because all that just sitting in your mouth all night with morning breath. Come on, Devin. Come on, Devin. My balls was in your girl's jaws. You found out. You got mad. You wanted to come in here. You, you're desperate. You're sad. You, you know, your prom, your prom queen got fucked, homie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is what it is. We all need a lift up and a, and a, and a motivational guy. I could be your motivator. I could be your motivator. Teach you how to say, ah, like your girl, motherfucker. That's what I'll do. <laughs> ah, I love the motherfucking dick riders, dog, because you can't win. You can't beat me. You're not very good. I'm the best there is, the best there ever will be. And I still won't even apologize for it. I won't apologize for fucking your girl because your girl came over to me. Uh, Corey Dixon, what up, dog? What up, Corey Dixon? Um, what's going on? Um, T's and P's to Devin, man. He tried. He came in, man, valiant effort. Came in with a valiant effort. But we know he lives in the mom's basement and he needs some motivation in the morning comes on the coach jb show and gets after it man i appreciate everybody hitting the like button subscribe become a member um ah man i don't know uh i don't know you know it is what it is um see somebody see that's a uh, perception is reality Devin. perception is reality see you said i'm childish well not really because it's my show See, when you run the show and you do it and it's you're the CEO of it, you can do what you really basically fucking want. And the problem is a lot of you cancel culture fucks out there think you belong in running the show and the narrative. But you don't. That's the problem. And uh, you think you do, but you don't. So childish is just percept is a perspective on how you take it. But see, I could say you're childish by coming in my show talking shit. I can say you're a thirsty motherfucker for coming in my show talking shit. So see why, when I say that, what happens? What's your take on that? 
Let me hear your re- rebuttal on that one right here. I'm going to hold the mic up. Go ahead. I want to hear your re- rebuttal. <laughs> uh, you motherfuckers are something else, bro. I'll be honest. You're something else. I can't wait till Cody Purvis joins us. He's going to rock the house with a song uh, live. He's a uh, go follow him on IG and Twitter. I've never had a country western singer. I want to ask him about. I want to ask him about the rappers dying. I want to ask him why we don't see country western rappers being smoked. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about that? No, you don't get me going, Devin. I'm already, I, I, I am. I am. I wake up going because see, unlike you, I don't allow an alarm clock to be the only reason I wake up. I wake up for this. I wake up to do other things. I didn't get home till fucking three in the morning and I was loaded. Guess what? I'm up two hours later, prepping for the show, getting it going three hours later. You know why? Because I work hard, play hard, motherfucker. Don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. I got coffee in me now and half whiskey. I'm full of coffee and whiskey, Jamaican rum and whiskey, homie. That's what I was squirted out to be. You can't fuck with me. That's the bottom line. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. I fuck them all. <laughs> That's what you don't get, homie. Last Chance Q premieres today. I'm so excited. Me and Sean Salisbury about to get after it. Our new gear got in. We got some new posters, coverage. We got it cracking. We're going to break down all things football, unlike any show in America. And if ESPN, Fox, and all these other people don't come knocking at our door, I'm not going to be shocked at all. <laughs> um, Breakfast of Champions, homie. I should be. Fuck no, I don't vape. Vape is for pussies. Whoever vapes is a pussy. I'm just going to be throwing that out there. Again, vaping is a soft, lazy, enabled way to get loaded. You don't want to roll no papers. You don't want to cut a cigar. You don't want to light the motherfucker. You want a soft-ass, bitch-made way to get high. I want to vape. What the fuck vapes, homie? You motherfucking soft pussies out here nowadays. I'm going to vape. Get the fuck out of here with that vape bullshit. You motherfuckers, man, kill me with the shit you guys invent. It blows my mind. You motherfuckers do some of the shit you do. Oh, my God. Um, Man, Adrian, people don't know. People don't know. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what you're talking about, Blank Franklin, because I don't really care. I don't really keep up with that shit. I don't know anything about that shit. All I know is... If you really look at life and look at the fucking way that the world is working right now and the way you guys, young people, are traveling down. First of all, we order, we order Uber Eats. Everything has to be delivered to our house. That's why you guys all weigh 600 pounds because you won't leave and walk the fucking floors of the stores across America. You won't park in a parking lot way out there and walk your fat ass to the store. you rather circle around for an hour to find the closest parking stall to the doors of the place because your fat fucking enabled entitled lazy ass won't walk 20 fucking more steps so that's number one number two we create everything for availability i need everything to be available this easiest 
way with the least resistance. What can I do that has the least resistance? <clears throat> I can talk shit on social media and have the least resistance by making a fake account. My name on Twitter is Johnny four seven four zero eight nine six six one seven two nine three six four. That's your fucking Twitter name because that's what they gave you because you have zero followers and your profile picture is Antonio Brown. <laughs> I have no followers. I have a fake profile picture and I want to talk shit about Coach JB. So what is the least resistance way to do that? I'm going to create a fake profile. I'm going to create a filter. Because I'm an ugly fat bitch and I'm on Rumble or Dumble or whatever, Bumble or whatever that is. What's the one you slide? Ch ch uh, Tinder. I'm on Tinder and I need to find a dude because I haven't had dick in 20 years because I weigh 600 pounds and my titties hit my kneecaps when I sit down. And I, my nipples hit my kneecaps every day and I'm like, oh man, I'm fat and fucked. And I have to come up with a filter so this guy will like me. So I'm going to create a filter on Instagram. You guys come on over, like my page, like my pictures. And then um, my nipples hit my kneecaps and I'm like, oh, no, he saw me in person and doesn't like me. And he left. Why? Because you're fucking a 600 pound life with your nipples on your kneecaps, lady. And you just lied to America with a filter. Path of least resistance. You don't want to go through the hardship of telling them that you weigh 600 pounds on the bottom of your mom's basement, eating donuts all day, working at Walmart virtually, by the way. Now we got motherfuckers, now we got motherfuckers working at Walmart virtually. Oh, shit. Homie. And then we're going to say, well, okay, so I need some dick or pussy for you fat fucks out there. So let's come up with a filter. So nobody knows what I look like until they see me in person. But then I at least have a shot because he showed up. So maybe he's going to be like, oh, well, I showed up. Fuck it. Let me slide dick between your fucking fatness. Right. Nah, I'm good. I'm leaving. Um, you just wasted a bunch of time, actually. And that's what's going on right now. You rather fucking vape pen to get high than actually roll some papers, roll a blunt, light the blunt. Pass the blunt. That's too much work for you motherfuckers nowadays, dog. I just want a vape pen here. <laughs> dog, it's real shit. It's real shit, but nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Uber Eats, deliver all this fat fucking food to my house because I don't want to go nowhere. I can't go anywhere. Because I'm a fat, lazy fuck. I don't want to walk anywhere. Holy fuck, homie. Come on, man. Hey, dog. Obesity. Obesity is a real thing, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you know that. Obesity is a real thing in America. The highest it's ever been. Heart failure. Highest it's ever been. Heart disease. Highest it's ever been. Cholesterol, higher than it ever been in young people. Higher than it's ever been in young people. 
You don't exercise. You don't have PE in the administrative curriculum anymore. So you don't have fucking PE mandatory no more. There's no mandation on PE no more in high school, um, middle school, or elementary school. They took that out. They took it out when you soft parents allowed your soft kid to not dress out in fucking PE class. And then guess what happened? 20 years ago when you fucking soft kids stopped dressing out because you didn't want to get your hands dirty and fuck up your, you know, your, your, your Carl Kanai jeans. You said, oh, fuck this. I'm not going to, I'm not participating in PE today. All right, well, you're going to get an F. Go sit up in the stands. That's what the teacher told you, right? So you go sit up in the stands or in the, in the fucking um, bleachers. You watch PE. You play PE for an hour. And then you go in. Your hands are all dirty. People that participated and dressed out, they go about it. They wipe their face. They put on their school clothes again. They go about their day. They bring deodorant or whatever. I remember doing it, right? Because nobody showers no more in high school or nothing, right? That's no way. You've wasted all that shower money. So then you come home, and the parent's like, why you get an F and PE? I don't dress out. Ah, <clears throat> oh, fuck. So then the parent goes to the, co- to the teacher. Why should we have to dress out? PE ain't important. I need to know about all this fake history you're shoving down my son's mouth. (laughs) That's more important. Guess what happened, dumb fucks? You just became the most obese nation in the world. Thank you. (laughs) But what do I know, JB? What does JB know? I don't know shit. Oh, you know what? We'll buy into what you're selling, teacher, parent. We're going to cancel P.E. We don't need 100 hours of PE a year anymore. We don't need PE no more. Your kids run the show. Here you go, son. Here you go, little Johnny. Here's the keys to my fucking Ferrari. Why don't you go home and fuck my wife, too? (laughs) That's where we are, dog. That is where we are right now. Like, that is where we are. No, if you don't understand what fucking shower money means is why did you put all the money and spend it on showers and install them into the facility, you fucking idiot? That's what I mean by shower money. We spent dollars on shit we don't use. Holy fuck, man. Some of you just need to say. Some of you just need to say. Nuclear peaches. All you need to come out and say is whether than... Rather than put your foot in your mouth because you don't understand what I say. Say, you know what, coach? I don't understand what you say. You're way too fucking smart for me. (laughs) Uh, Just say that, homie. Don't come out and say, wait, y'all spent money on showers? Don't say, dog, don't embarrass yourself on national TV and get cut like I love to do to people. Just say, I'm not very smart, Coach JB. I don't understand you. You are talking too fast for me. I only understand that dogs go woof and cats go meow. (laughs) Holy shit, homie. I love rocking the mic solo sometimes. Can't wait for Cody uh, Purvis to join us later on here in about 30 minutes. Um... But, nah, it's not roasting you nuclear peaches. First of all, your name is fucking dumb. 
All right. I just gotta be honest. You have a dumb name. Um, am I sorry that I said your name's dumb? No, I'm sorry that you can't come up with a real name and be the real human that you were born to be. You have to fake it and be someone you're not. And that's what I'm sorry for. Cause that's what America is. Now we have a lot of you out there, nuclear peaches. We have a lot of you out there. Your real name's Frederick Johnson. You reside in fucking Phoenix. You send your mail to a P.O. box. You eat donuts at an all-time rate. You eat chocolate milk with it, which is very fattening. And then you wonder why you weigh 600 pounds. Because you order Uber Eats all day with a fake name. And your girl got fucked at prom. And it wasn't by you. (laughs) Holy shit. I love it. I love getting after it. Um, let's talk some sports. I just wanted to get going. I love the chat community. I wanted to make sure I talk to all you, especially all you dick writers that aren't members. If you are a member and you want to be a member, you should subscribe and become a member. Join it. Go hit join button on YouTube on a desktop and you can join. $1.99, best $1.99 you can buy. Hey, man, there's almost 400 people here this morning. I appreciate you guys. Yesterday, we had a 650 people. Man, that was an all-time high for this show, so I appreciate it. It's getting there. It's getting there. It's going to take time. We all know that, uh, but uh, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Haters and all, please do it. I love my haters. They're our biggest fans. Um, Slapdick Cigars will be launching this week. Where to buy them and how you can get them easier than what it is right now because right now we're having an issue with distribution because cigar business is very hard to manipulate. So we'll have a site for you to go and purchase Slapdick Cigars. It'll go on Coach JB's store. You can click the link and you can buy. We'll get that out there for you soon, hopefully this this week. Um, I don't know if you did not know. I'll make the announcement today. I have stopped and halted all Slapdick whiskey. Uh, I have left the distillery that I was with um for multiple reasons and i'm going to be moving to a new distillery and i'm going to be changing the name and rebranding the name of slapdick whiskey so we can try to get it on a bigger level and get it into larger stores that mostly are cancel culture pc you know slapdicks we can't hold that carry that because of the name well really it's because of me because you guys do have whiskey out there called cold cock and it's a rooster holding his dick so don't lie in my face and insult my intelligence people at bevmo and total wine just tell me coach jb you're crazy we don't like you on netflix so it really has nothing to do with slapdick <laughs> that is what the real is see, see, see people don't really want to talk about the real they don't want it. They hurt their feelings. The real hurts your feelings. But when I tell CEOs in their face, no, it's not. And they look at me like, excuse me, coach? No, it's not. Sorry. It's not because it's the name. Because you have cold cock. It's right there. It's a rooster holding his dick. So you can do that. But slap dick is just unbelievable, right? <laughs> uh, no, because your fucking CEO Googled me. And you read a bunch of false bullshit about me. And that is why. Let's keep it real. <laughs> Let's just keep it real. Um, so, um, but I will be launching something. We're in the mix of doing a few things. Uh, a moonshine, a bourbon, and a scotch. I want to get that grown and sexy out there. A scotch with my cigars. Now, Slapdick Cigars, I'm not changing the name for. Um, but 
you know, just like this show. The show's been growing uh, because of the name change, in my opinion, because of cancel culture, PC culture. You know, YouTube has certain algorithms that just won't work with certain names, especially some of the things that I say that get quite primitive at times. Um, so we went from Slapdick Podcast to Hate Me Now, Love Me Later, and now we're at the Coach JB Show. And this obviously is the best time slot and the best name, and that's why the show's growing. That's what she said. So make sure you guys continue to hit the like button, subscribe, and become a member if you haven't. Um, Last Chance Q World Premiere airs today. Uh, me and Sean Salisbury, um, we can't wait to get that going. It's going to be the best show on the internet. Any football-related show you watch, I, I, I advise you to come be a member of our Patreon. You can get video uh we'll be launching that this week we'll be putting up material we'll be doing a lot of things on patreon um that once we air the show you'll be able to see some of those things um and, and get some of the the teach tapes the powerpoints the downloadable uh documentation um on patreon but you can watch the show for free on youtube 4 p.m pacific tuesdays and thursdays for now I'm sure this thing probably will be a five days a week show once we get this thing going, figure out our times and our availability together. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a big time show. I can't wait to do it. Um, so, yeah, white privilege never worked with me, dog. I never got white privilege, unfortunately. I never have been a uh, receiver of white privilege, unfortunately. And I... I it is what it is, dog. I, 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 it doesn't change how I sleep at night, and it, and it doesn't affect me. I just realize, you know, it is what it is, and that's what it is, and so so be it. So, nah, white privilege doesn't help me, dog. They don't. They they look at me like you help black kids. <laughs> um. Now nah, we're out, man. The whiskey's out. Oklahoma liquor stores still have it, and Knoxville, Tennessee liquor stores still have it. Uh, there's some stores that have the whiskey still, um, Ju Eddie's junior markets in, in long beach, California still have it. But in, when that sells out, it's done. We sold out our last tote and, 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 and our last barrel and we are done with it. Uh, I've, I've walked away and I'm, I moved on and now I'm, I'm moving on to another distillery, uh, a much bigger one. And uh, so when that ends up happening and, and we launch that, I'll let you know what's going on and uh, we'll go from there. Um, are the Patriots back? I got to ask that. They've won a few in a row. Seem to have figured out defensively what's going on. Their defense looks good again. Belichick's doing a masterful job with a roster that's very, very under talented, in my opinion. Mac Jones was 20 for 30 for a whopping 147 yards. And they beat the Colts ass 29 to 3 or something. I, let me ask you this. Norman, it's in Norman, Tulsa, and Oklahoma City, Joe. Um, let me ask you this, dog. I, I, I try to get a list of the stores that they're in in those cities, Joe. But I'm sure, I think you can call around a few. I know they're in Norman. I know they're in Oklahoma City. Uh, I know Slapdick's there. Um, let me ask you this. Um, so, Mac Jones threw for 147 yards. Lamar threw for 133 yards last night. Justin Fields threw for 123, I think. Like, have you ever seen quarterbacks continue to throw and look this bad? Patrick Willis, or what's his name, Willis, 
for Tennessee. He, he threw for 100 yards. Uh, Sam Ellinger um, threw for 100 yards. I, I, dog, why am I the only fucking dude talking about this? Malik Willis. This is a real epidemic. Like, why is no one talking about this but me? I've never heard anybody else talk about it. I am fucking dumbfounded as to why no one else has talked about it. Why am I the only one? Why have I continued to be the one that says for the last, I've been on Whitlock show for two months now talking about it. I've said it for months and months and months. We had eight quarterbacks in one Sunday on one Sunday afternoon throw for less than 200 fucking yards. Less than 200 yards. Why have I not heard this on ESPN? Why have I not heard this on any other fucking talk show? Why have I been the only one spitting this narrative out there? I'm very confused. I'm very, very confused. Is it because we're so soft that we don't want to hurt no one's feelings and we cannot do it on the big platforms like ESPN? Is that why? I'm confused, Doc. Stephen A., you talk all this big shit. Why aren't you talking about why these quarterbacks can't throw for 200 yards? We got them that can't even throw for fucking 100 yards. We can't even throw for 100 yards. Why am I the only one talking about quarterbacks being this shitty? Why have I only been the one that said football is shitty? College, pro, high school, it's shitty. Why am I the only one that's saying it? I don't know. I don't know why I'm the only one that's saying it. Uh, I've been saying it. Nobody seems to agree. But then now I'm like Matt said, hey, man, sometimes you can change a person's thought process when you when you continue to be yourself and stand with your conviction. See, Kyrie Irving could have changed my thought process if he would have continued to stand by his convictions. But he didn't. So I went back and reverted back to thinking he's a bitch-made cat and lost respect for him again because he apologized. See, if you stand by your convictions like I do, Lamar Jackson won't win a Super Bowl because of A, B, C, D. Justin Fields won't win a Super Bowl. Because of A, B, C, D. Kyler Murray won't win a Super Bowl because of A, B, C, D. I say it and have been saying it for years now. I'm going to continue to say it. I'm going to show it on film. The eye in the sky don't lie. I'm going to literally show you on fucking film. Now I got people DMing me. Coach, you've opened my eyes. Lamar Jackson just can't do it. You're right. I was never. And this guy hated on me so bad. He actually has come out now and said, you changed my mind. See, you can actually change the world if you stand by your convictions. Is that not a shocker? Are you guys not a shocker? Are you you not shocked by that? You can actually change someone's mind and maybe for the better of the world if you stand by what the fuck you say and never ever change come on man um the show is called last chance q the shuffle of agreements 
It is right here on this same show, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 4 p.m. Pacific. Uh, me and Sean Salisbury uh, are a dynamic duo, in my opinion, my humble opinion, uh, keeping the ego out of it. I think me and Sean are unfiltered. That's why his name is Unfiltered, Sean Salisbury. And he, uh, we're gonna, we think alike, and we're gonna argue, we're gonna disagree, we're gonna agree, we're gonna have great banter topics and show great film breakdowns of the NFL quarterback in the current landscape. So, uh, no, Joe, uh, Last Chance Q is not a members only. Uh, we are going to be free for now. We're going to try to get as many eyeballs on it as possible for the first few months. And we think that somebody's probably going to offer us a, pro a possible, uh, uh, you know, production studio or something for it because we're going to be that good. That's what our humble opinions are. I think there's no other show like it. We're gonna. I, I, I'm the only one of two people on YouTube allowed to show NFL film and not get copyrighted. So I appreciate YouTube and everyone involved in that. Um, hey, we can show NFL film and be fine with it, and that is going to be something that you know Pat McAfee got has that. As a, there's only a few people in the world that have that access and a, and the capability and availability and allowability, if that's even a word, to show NFL film. We can do it. So. Um, so, yeah, uh, appreciate it. Um, yes, uh, Joe, so appreciate you. Uh, but no, yeah, it's not members only. So, um, but anyway, back to what I was talking about, you know, what was I talking about? See, that's why this show's the realest of all time. <laughs> um, nah, can't come after me for logos, brother. I'm very, I'm, I'm too smart for that, just so you know. Too smart for that. You don't think I thought about that? <laughs> like, I love you guys, man. I appreciate you looking out for me too, dog. I really do. But just understand, when you're a fucking hustler and you've been through it all and drug through the mud and figure out how to get out of shit, you think about shit like that already, especially in this world and time. I think Netflix made over $3 billion off my name, by the way. Um, I haven't got a dime by it anyway. I just want to throw that out there. Um, yeah, I don't think they want to fuck with me when it comes to that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. What I was discussing earlier about these, this, this, you know, these quarterbacks not throwing for many yards and shit. And, and we're continuing to see it at all-time rate, all-time high. Um, I just don't understand why I'm the only one talking about it. I really don't. I really don't know. Um, I really don't know. Yeah, East Coast, man, I, I appreciate the question. We already talked about Jeff Saturday this morning, me and Matt um, McChesney. So, um, you know... That's what we were talking. We already talked about that before. So um, I don't, I, I think it's a shit show, to be honest. I think it's a shit show. Man, I was on a banter uh, high here. I was talking about something. I forgot what I was talking about. Um, if anybody knows what I was talking about, bring it back up on the chat. Uh, the Chargers, I think, are dead. AFC West is, is kind of in a bad situation. Justin Herbert, 30 of 43, 245 yards. I mean, another mediocre performance. 245 yards, 245 yards. Like, 
I just don't understand, dog. I don't understand. Nah, I wasn't talking about Hurts over Lamar. I don't really care. I, I, I don't know, man. Hurts doesn't throw enough touchdowns for me. Hurts doesn't throw enough touchdowns to me. Um, Hurts doesn't throw enough touchdowns. We already talked about this. You got to have, I believe, you have to be three to one touchdown to interception ratio. Um, I don't think Jalen Hurts throws enough touchdowns to win a Super Bowl. I don't believe the Eagles are going to be the Super Bowl champs this year, by the way. Um, if 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 Josh Allen got gets hurt and is down and he's done for the year because of his elbow, um, hopefully that's not the case at all. I hate, knock on wood, I hate, I hate to see that. Um, but having said that, the Bills are done if he's done. Um, and then you got now you're back in. <clears throat> The, the question mark of, of can the Ravens do it? They've won three in a row. If the Bills go down, are, 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 the, are, the, are the Dolphins a viable threat? Are the Jets a viable threat? Are the Patriots a viable threat? Um, to Kansas City, which would ultimately be the favorite now in the AFC if, if Josh Allen gets hurt. And then I believe they'd probably put Lamar Jackson at second or Tua and the Dolphins at second as far as behind Kansas City, the favorite to win the Super Bowl, right? That's what my estimation would be. Not Super Bowl, AFC, sorry. But on the NFC side, you got the Eagles favored to win the Super Bowl right now, I believe, uh, in the uh, coming out of the NFC. 49ers are still up there as a viable threat. Are the Seahawks a real viable threat? I don't know. I don't know if the Seahawks are or not. Um, a great story though it's a great story Pete Carroll and, and and Geno Smith it's a great fucking story but um oh I take I take Mahomes over Tua any day Tua is just a, I'm just waiting for Tua <clears throat> see Tua is a is a product of Great wideouts right now, and a in a pretty damn good defense. Uh, they they starting to play back to what they got. They got they just got a good trade. They got a great guy on defense now to help them bolster that defense. The the the, the Dolphins are a team that can win a lot of games, I believe, but many meaningful games with two at quarterback. I don't know if I'd go that far yet. I don't know if I'm gonna I'm willing to say that. I'm not. I don't know if I'm willing to say that. So, uh, the Raiders are not going on a run, okay? I can't wait for me and Sean. We're going to start breaking down these quarterbacks every day. The Raiders are bad because of Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels. I got to be honest. That's, that's why the Raiders are bad. The Raiders are a bad football team because of that. Uh, like, that's the real reason, by the way. That is the sole reason, by the way. If Derek Carr was any better, uh, the Raiders would be better. <laughs> I don't know if you realize that. Why is that so hard to grasp? Why is that so hard to grasp? I'm, I'm confused. Like, the better the quarterback, the better the team. That's how it usually works. Unless you have a fucking dysfunctional organization that has no receivers has a hurt left tackle, has a head coach who can't run Aaron Jones more than 
throw the ball to no wideouts, um, and you're Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> unless you're that guy, most great quarterbacks make teams better. Sorry. That's just what it is. Going back to Jalen Hurts versus Lamar Jackson debate, Jalen has improved his mechanics tremendously. I give him much credit for that. Um, but at the same time, he's not the skill set and talent of Lamar Jackson, but mechanically speaking, he can be better. But at the same time, he doesn't throw enough touchdowns. So I don't trust Jalen Hurts to throw touchdowns in a meaningful football game. And that is where you win and lose games, especially in the playoffs, especially in Super Bowls. So let's say Jalen Hurts can make it through and get there. Can he win a Super Bowl? Throwing, what does he have, 12 touchdowns on the season? I mean, he's barely throwing a touchdown a game. He has three games this year where he's thrown zero touchdowns. But they're undefeated, dog. They're undefeated. So it's hard to, like, it's hard to break that down when, when we have that, but we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Um, Kenny Pickett is horrible. I've said it on this show many times. So to address your question about Kenny Pickett, he's horrible. Um, Blake Armstrong, I don't know who you are, what you, where you come from, but you just came in saying dumb shit. Uh, Frank Reich's an NFL guy. He's not a college guy. Frank Reich will not ever go to college, in my opinion. He's an NFL guy all day. His name is too large within the circle. He'll become a coordinator somewhere. He'll become a coordinator somewhere. So um, that's just that is just what it is. Um, so you know, I don't know. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, dog, it's just hard to judge a cat that gets drafted by a horrible organization. We've had too many good young quarterbacks throughout history get drafted to fucking horrible organizations and just become nothing. So that's what I want to be clear with. So, um, man, we're going to pull in my main man, Cody Purvis, here in a couple, in a second. Um, we're going to bring him in and chop it up with him. And uh, make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. I'm going to put my main man uh, on the ticker on the bottom. So make sure you guys give him a follow on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, if you don't know who he is, you're going to find out. Um, this will be interesting. I've never had a uh, country performer, songwriter on before. And so I want to, uh, I'm going to put his ticker on the bottom down here. And uh, I'm going to bring my main man in and, uh, Appreciate all you guys hitting the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you guys have questions or anything like that, ask, shoot it out there. And uh, I want to thank my main man before I bring him in here, Cody Purvis, for joining the show. Clap it up. Charlottesville, Virginia. What up, my man? What's going on, coach? Hey, you got, uh, you hear the echo? I can't hear it. No. You got, maybe it's that, you think it's that Bluetooth thing we got going on? Yeah, probably. How's is. that? Is that fixing the problem? Yep. That's yeah. it right there. Okay. All right. Yep. That's it. That's how um, we do it, man. What's up, brother? I appreciate you coming on in, man. Man, I'm glad we worked it out. I know. I know we've been trying to trying to work it out for a minute, brother. I'm glad. I'm glad we got we got it figured out, and, and we're in here. And uh, man, you know, we, we're always we're always talking it up on IG, trying to trying to figure out what the hell's going on this season. So it's good. To, it's good to finally catch up with you, man. 
No doubt, man. Hey, so you're a you're a uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, born and raised native. Um, I know you you got a you got a, a soft spot for your your NFL and college football teams. Um, I know we talk about the Washington Commanders. How how does that does that word? I know you're younger than me, so I have to ask you because I just learned this word, dog. Does the does the Commanders uh, just the name being said out your mouth? give you that uh cringe vibe <laughs> yeah it's pretty cringy man it's pretty cringy yeah who the fuck uh, are the commanders why did we come up with that name <laughs> man you know what jb i was hoping they'd go with something like the hogs you know what i'm saying to go back to the old offensive line days that made yeah sense. if we had to change the name at all you know but but to me the commanders was just like the most shitty thing they could have come up with to, to name a football team it sounds like it sounds like one of the uh vince mcmahon run football teams you know what i mean it's yeah just that, uh, yeah that fucking fan induced league or whatever yeah uh, terrible. Hey, so you got so you're, you're born and raised charlotteville are you, so did you grow up a washington fan yeah, yeah. Washington was always the team, you know. DC is only a couple hours away, so that's kind of what we had. Baltimore, I mean, Baltimore's there, but Baltimore wasn't really the, you know, wasn't really the deal for us. I mean, it was just kind of every everybody in that area is more of a of a Commanders fan. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I I just always grew up a huge, you know. Uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a rough rough few years rough, rough probably my whole lifetime it's been rough really no uh, but you know you ride or die so no doubt no doubt hey man Heineke I said on my show here I said he's gonna win you a few games I thought he was gonna win it off last week have three in a row man that was almost a big win Crazy. he's got some energy though yeah he man the team the team kind of the man they just you can tell you can tell that they're fighting for something when he's on the field you know it's no it's, doubt. It's just a completely different vibe when he takes the field. And no doubt. And I like hey, man, introduce your man there with the, the guitarist. Yeah, man. This is Colton Rohde. He's a uh, man known this cat for a long time. He's played, he was one of my first guitar players ever, even when I was in Virginia. We both live in Tennessee now. Uh, but but man, we flew him down to Virginia when we were playing there and and shit, it's been how many years now? Probably ten. Ten years. 10, 11, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's good so. shit. That's good shit. I appreciate you guys. Uh so you got a you got a song called Whiskey. Um Oh Tell yeah, about that because I want to know because does every country musician or singer have a song with fucking whiskey in it? <laughs> is it the word in this hey. world that just cannot be avoided when you are a musician in this field? It's like it's like the Ten Commandments, uh, <laughs> of Nashville songwriting. You, I think I think a Bass Pro hat probably comes in close to the top somewhere. Yeah, you're not a real musician if you don't wear a Bass Pro hat. Bass <laughs> Pro Hat singing whiskey songs. Hey, hey, hey! We might have to throw. We might. We thank God she let the slap dick whiskey. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, hey, that'd be a fucking song right there. That might be the fucking song right there that gets that's, it done. Now, Turner. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, so you got a new single, Red Rover? Tell us about this one. I, I I know you got some songs out there like Small Town, Boots on the Ground, Drinking Terms. I love these names, dog. Are, are you, where do they come from? Life experiences or 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 you got production teams coming up with them, or is this all you? Yeah, man. So we've got we we take hundred pitch meetings probably every couple of years from you know just people that there's people in town that that are here to be artists. There's people in town that are here to be songwriters. You know, just and that's it. So 
I, li I like to go listen to these songs that these songwriters are putting out because that's what they're here to do. You know, my, my thing has always been, I love to be on stage performing. I love to be, I love to be the singer. I love to do that. So, and I do, I do my own songwriting stuff too. From a small town I wrote um, on my last, or on this current project. And, uh, but you know, there's certain songs out there to where it's like, if I hear something, it hits me. And, uh, and I think it's, you know, it's got, it's got the, it's got the thing to go all the way, then that's what I'm going to do. I just want to put the best material out there and something that I can relate to. And I think if I can relate to it, probably somebody else can too. So, uh, but you know, the Red Rover thing, man, it was one of those things where drinking terms went top 40 on country radio for me a couple years ago. Uh, and, and this one just kind of felt pretty similar, you know, as far as not, not, not the message, but, but the way the song sounds, you know, it just the, the type of vibe the song is. So, uh, I, I just kind of felt drawn to it, man, and, and it felt familiar to me, and and uh, it, it's cool. I've never heard a song like that done that way, so uh, it, it was kind of cool, and, and and we went in and cut it, and I think we're going to be sending it to radio uh, early next year, so we're excited about that. Yeah, that's sweet. I had John Daly on, man, golfer. He's, he's got a couple songs uh, with uh, Willie Nelson, man, and uh, I had him on the show, man. I was I was fascinated. I didn't know he had it. I was like, damn, fucking John Daly could, could get after it now on the fucking mic, dog. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, pretty crazy. I was like, damn. Um, let me ask you something, man. It, it's a touchy topic. I'm curious because we're seeing these rappers die at all-time high right now. And I, I don't know why. I grew up in Compton, so I'm in the inner city, and I, I've, grow up with a, I've grown up with a lot of NWA. I, I, I used to be around Ren and Dre and, and Easy e as a youngster. And I've seen all these different cultures. And then I've, I've been in the Midwest. I've been in the South. And uh, is this type of shit, why is this shit happening? We we just don't, like, why don't we see a fucking country singer just get smoked at a dice game? Like, Man, I'm was, fucking real curious here. Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, does it really, does it happen and we don't see it and it's being covered up? Or, or like, I just don't understand because we're seeing it at an all-time high, and I'm just like, dog, I don't get it. I, I do know that heavy metal bands, and we've had a lot of suicide guys and a lot of overdoses, and I, I get it. It happens everywhere. But I'm curious, is this something that, that even comes up in your genre? Like, man, this is still in our same profession, even though different genres. Is this something that people are kind of alar alerted about or alarmed by? I, man, to be honest with you, I don't even know what the fuck a dice game is. So, I, I, I've never. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never. I, I mean, you know, I, I, we uh, out here, everybody kind of gets along. There's certain people you don't really like, you know, or and it's you know somebody's probably cocky for no reason. They you know they've got no talent, but they think their shit doesn't stink or something like that out here. But I mean, you just. Yeah. You don't really see it. I mean, it's kind of everybody just kind of gets along. And I don't know if it's a Southern thing, if it's a, uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. But it, it is sad to see all that, all that going on, man. It's just, you know, it's hopefully we can get it to come to an end. You know, it's, it's, but. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, It's sad, though. It is sad because I mean, just lost a life period. But I'm just like, dog, we can avoid it, too, because life's about choices. And you don't have to be a fucking idiot. Um. Why such a football fan, man? I know you're a football junkie. What got yeah. you in playing in high school? Did you play? Did you did you just grow up in it or, or or just love it? Yeah, man. I played a little bit, you know, growing all the way up, you know, through since I was a little boy. And then, you know, through high school, I played until I found out they weren't going to pay me to play it in high school and I could make more money and get more girls to play music. So 
It's kind of what I went through in high school. I fucking followed your steps. Yeah, and uh, so that's kind of wh where I made the change, started playing music full time. But, man, I just always love – like, I will never go and sit down on a bleacher and watch a fucking soccer game. You know, that's not what I want to do. I, You know, football, at least back back in the day, it was all about hitting somebody, hitting them as hard as you can. And, and you know, it was just a, it was just a, something I was drawn to and, and a competitive sport to where, you know, they scored a lot and it wasn't – you know, you can watch a four-hour game and there might be one goal. You know, like, I'm not into that. So, uh, it's, I think it's an atmosphere thing, too. When you go to a football game, the atmosphere. Uh, you know, it's just it's, – it's it's one of those things where it's just – it doesn't matter to me, really, who's playing. Even if I've never heard of the two teams, I'm still going to watch it if it's a football game. You know what I mean? It's just – Interesting, man, that you say that because you're right. Because I won't go to a baseball game. I won't go to a soccer game. I won't go to a – maybe a hockey game, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Can't watch it on TV, but maybe I'll go to a Kings game here in LA just to see somebody, you know, get fucked up, right? <laughs> uh, but I mean, I just I'm not yearning to go see a a, a fucking fat pitcher could throw the ball 100 miles an hour, who's a fucking, and then the right fielder who never might not ever even touch the ball the whole game. He's just sitting out there talking to the fans. Um, <laughs> I think we should just castrate baseball and end the fucking sport. But that's. <laughs> I agree. You're right. You're right. I wouldn't go to a soccer game and get trampled by all them fans and get killed. <laughs> Man, I, it, yeah, I know you're an Irish Commanders fan. What's going on with fucking Daniel Snyder? And now that we say, now we're seeing uh, Jay Z and all these Bezos and Amazon maybe trying to buy the team for seven billion dollars. Um, what are your thoughts on Daniel Snyder? It, you know, if he's a weirdo, creepy fuck, why isn't he sticking by it instead of selling out? Selling out now. Man, I think uh, finally, I think that it's just to the point where he's being forced to sell the team, you know, and and that's great. As a as a as a Washington fan, you know, we we haven't won them there in quite some days. Just terrible fucking decisions all the time in the in DC right now. Uh, but I think well, let's let's sell it to a guy that sells fucking trinkets online. And to a guy that's is a rapper who knows nothing about football, and let's sell it to fucking KD who knows nothing about football. That is what the world we live in, dog. These we're gonna we're gonna have some fucking idiots buy an NFL franchise, and then and then you're gonna wonder in five years why they're shitty again. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, hey, hey. Coach JB, I've been trying to tell you, dog. We need we need you to get down there and put put some burgundy and gold on and coach the fucking team, man. We need to do something. Yeah, I'm a burgundy guy, man. I, I, Compton College, where I grew up, is burgundy, man. I, I would love it. I would love it. Uh, too bad that they're too soft to fucking hire me, but I would love it. Um, <laughs> what's your thoughts on Carson Wentz, man? I think he's one of the biggest busts of all time. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this too, back and forth on 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 IG. But yeah, he's uh, he overpaid. He doesn't know how to make a play. He he just he just sits in the pocket until he knows he's going to get destroyed, and it's just he doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. He's getting paid, so he doesn't care if he's sitting on the bench getting paid. He'd probably rather be sitting on the bench to get paid. So. I mean, you know, fuck him. We don't. We just need to get rid of him and and let's let Heineke go out there and earn the money and and see what he can do. He's playing. He's playing. The team is is you know they're they're rallying around him and I I love to see that man. You know, you a guy that 
that nobody expected to win goes out there and making plays. And he doesn't have the best arm in the world, but and that's what they say. But, hell, he went out there and fired that one down the field into triple coverage and got a touchdown. So, it's like, I don't know. I mean, he's probably not the smartest decision maker either, but, fuck, he's making plays, you know. Hey, they're, 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 they, when you buy in, when you got guys that buy in, dog, you'll make plays that you never imagined could happen. And motherfuckers, are they like Heineke so much, they're going to fucking ball out for him, and they're going to be disappointed if they don't make a play. That's just the buy-in that – Certain coaches can bring, certain players can bring, and Heineke's that guy. Wentz is not. Um, who's your college team and why? So, uh, uh, Virginia Cavaliers, man, was always my my college team. You know, ever since I've been in Tennessee, it's just kind of a thing. Tennessee balls are always on TV out here, man. It's just, you know, so, I, I you know, I'll pull for the boys in Knoxville. Uh but but Virginia and it's hard. I mean, hell, you don't get a Virginia Cavaliers game on TV out here, and I, I live eight hours away from home. So, uh, man, you know, between the, you know ACC, I like UVA, and, and SEC, I'm a Tennessee Vols guy. Are you out in Knoxville or Nashville? We're at, we're at, well, I was in Nashville for ten years. I just moved out to Smithville, which is about sixty miles east, uh, out here on Center Hill Lake. It's beautiful out here, man. And met me a girl out here. We got identical twin girls on the way. Which is, man, congrats. Uh, so, yeah, man, life changes. It's fun, though. I'm looking forward to it. No doubt. Man, congrats, <laughs> man. I'm, 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 I couldn't be happy for your success. Um, does everybody move to fucking Nashville now? <laughs> Pretty much, dude, yeah. Come on, when are you coming, man? Every, I mean, California's moving here in droves, baby. Hey, I... I, I go out there all the time. I used to recruit it, and then the national coaching convention used to be there every other year. So I, I'm, I love Nashville. I've always, I'm always there, but I would never fucking live in Nashville. Can't. No way. No fucking way I can live there. There's no way that you can tell me that this is the place where 11 people a minute or whatever are moving into. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I love you guys, but Nashville's not from fucking me. I like smog, traffic, like, you know. Yeah. Real bitches. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> let me ask you this. Who wins the Super Bowl this year? Oh, boy. Well, it's hard. It's, you know, it's, uh, I know how you feel about Josh Allen, coach. And, you know, when I saw the Jets beat them this Sunday, I was like, I don't know if the Bills are what they I thought they were. Uh, man. It's he hard. might be hurt, too, bro. Huh? He may be hurt. Yeah, that's what I saw. Uh, man, it's hard to discount the Vikings seeing what they're doing right now, too. I mean, but I say the same thing. People are people are riding them off. I don't know why they're fucking six and seven and one. They do it every year. <laughs> they, I know, I know. But right, I mean, people may be of, tired of it. They may go win a lot of games and then fucking lose at the end, right? Uh, I mean, when it, they don't win when it matters, I guess. So people just think that they never will. But I don't know. This. Who who's your favorite artist? Artist, oh man, that's tough. Uh, we- I always want to know that fascinated me. Like when I when I when I talk to guys that I've known, I've talked, you know, Danny Green, good friend of mine in the NBA, and yeah. and all these guys. I'm like, dude, you in the NBA for as long as you've been, and you played with LeBron, you played with Kobe, you played. With, he's like, oh, Kobe is different to me. Kobe's different to me. I don't care. I've been around all these greats. Like even a guy in the same profession. So in your same profession, is it somebody in your genre, somebody outside your genre? But like. It's interesting to me to get people's takes that are actually at that level and then look up to someone else and say, okay, this is guy I grew up with or seeing. I always wanted to meet this guy, even though we're now sharing the stage in some instances. Uh, do you have that guy? 
Old girl? I've got, I mean, as far as, I always kind of grew up on the older country stuff, man. So it's like, for me, a lot of these new cats, I'm not, I mean, I, some of it's good. Some of it works, you know, it's, it's, it's all cool. But uh, I'm a big, like old school country fan and uh, like Keith Whitley stuff is, is my, is my thing. So uh, like the older, you know, the Conway Twitties and, and all that stuff, man, it's just kind of what I grew up on. My dad, I mean, I grew up in bars listening to my dad sing that shit, you know, so it's kind of what I grew up on. Uh, so I mean, anything, anything like '90s and earlier. I'm a huge fan of that stuff, and and I think the I think the industry was a lot different back then too. It wasn't about how you look and how many fucking followers you've got, and uh, you know how much money you come from. It was about what kind of talent you got, and 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 it was about the music and not about your background or what you look like and shit like that. So that's that's the shit I respect right there. Is just uh, you know back 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 in the days when it was about raw talent. And uh, I think Keith was probably the one with the most raw talent. Gone too soon. Uh, his son's one of my best friends. But uh, I, I'd say as far as vocal-wise and and musically uh, and just, just talent, it, it would be Keith, man. What, uh, what, what, yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to get into, like, because I've, I've heard some of your shit and I'm like, damn, you got soul and shit. Like, there's a difference. Like, when I try to look, you know, I'm, I didn't grow up in that shit. So, I'm like, I really didn't know much about country um, and right. stuff like that. And I know there's certain guys that bring their soul to it. And it's a different, like, uh, just a different flavor. And you 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 definitely have it. Do you think it's because your age growing up in which the era you've grown up in by social media and seeing the difference between like the hip hop that's grown so big and then the country line. Is that a thing that's real? Yeah. I mean, I think it's all, I think, I mean, it's product, product of your environment, so to speak. Like yeah. nowadays the environment is social media, right? Like that's, that's yeah. fucking drowning us. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, I think you hit it on the head. I mean, I think it's, everybody's going to have, you know what what the, the what they do and the way they do things is, is has to do with their upbringing and, and you know what they're you know what they just what what they grew up with so i mean i think that's i i've just always been about the for me it's more about the song than it is anything else you know it's like if the song if, if the lyrics are good and you can make it your own and sing it the way that somebody else is going to feel it the way that you do then that's kind of what matters about it you know what i mean it's to me, you don't have shit if you don't have a good song. You can go out there and sing the ABCs and nobody's going to give a shit. You can sing great, but if you're not singing anything that, that means anything, then who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? No doubt. I agree to that. Uh, what's your favorite whiskey? Slapped it. You still haven't sent me a bottle, though. Fuck you. Fucking right. Here's the, here. I'm going to give you my own sound bite for not sending you a bottle yet i'm gonna send you one today but listen to this you is slap dick pretty why much. you call me slap dick because my dick slapped me across your face <laughs> my own slap dick meme uh gif uh sound bite whatever you want to call it so I, i'll slap myself um i'll send you that um that's awesome man so what's your what's next for cody what do you guys got going um like how many members? So you're a one man band with your boy right there, or is this a band band? Or like how many members go into this? And then I also I know you got production. I know you got all, a, a bunch of moving parts, like we all do. What how, what is your type of deal? Yeah, so I mean, as far as the band goes, he's the lead guitar player. You know, when we're on stage, we've got the drummer, the bass, 
acoustic me and and colton so that's what six of us five i'm not good at math man i'm from virginia so that however many that is that's what that's what we've got on stage and uh yeah and then we you know we've got the people selling merch in the back you know we've got the you know obviously my producer who i've been with for years and years we've done the last three projects together and his son is actually our acoustic player uh so okay. yeah man we've, we've got there's lots of stuff you know that goes into it but uh man we've got a bunch of new songs already recorded we've we've, we've had them recorded we're just waiting for the time to put them out uh, I think we're going to, we're going to, you know, January, the, the whole industry shuts down in November and December, you know, going into the holidays uh, and, and on the radio, they're playing Christmas music and shit. So it, it's kind of a waste of time to put a new song out to country radio when they're playing, uh, you know, Papa looks a lot or what is it? <laughs> Santa looks a lot like daddy or whatever, you know what I mean? So it, we're just, we're going to wait till January to put that out. And, and and push it and uh and we're excited man we've got a booking agent red 11 here in nashville they're out of austin texas originally uh so yeah lots of good things coming uh we still got to get you to come out man to a show and hang with us and, and chill and oh yeah i can't wait i can't wait what what's next for you as far as like uh i know you gotta wake up i know you're a thriver i know you're a grinder i know you got admirations to being the best thing are, do you want to be the best fucking ever do it are you are you content i know i know uh i'm, a, I'm gonna motherfuck you if you're content because i know you're not uh what is next on on cody's list to do list or what do you strive for every single day my uh man i i want to get out there i i just want to put i want to put this music out i want to I want, I want it to touch somebody, first of all. I think if you can put anything, any song out, if you touch one person or if you touch 20 people, if you touch 100, if you touch 1,000, 100,000, a million, as long as you're touching somebody. And, and I want to get out there. And I, my thing is I love to be out on stage playing music. I love to go out. I love to meet people. I love to get it. I love them to hear my shit. I love them to share it with their friends. Uh, that That's what I love to do. No, I'm not content. I'll never be content. I don't care if I'm... You know what I mean? I don't care if I'm selling out arenas. I'm still going to be looking for something bigger that I can do. So uh, content is for pussies. We don't like to be content. We like to always strive to be better. And that's what we're going to do. No doubt. Who, who? So to date, to date, to date, like what is, who's your biggest, uh, have you had like any big collabs on your, on your songs or on your records or have you been on anyone's thing? Or, and do you have any big collabs in the future? Yeah, we're, uh, I mean, you know, from a small town I did with a buddy of mine, Jacob Bryant. He's, he's a, he's a, a Georgia boy. He's out of, uh, Georgia, man. He's got, you know, he's doing really well. We're happy for him. He just made his Grand Ole Opry debut uh, a couple months ago, which is huge. Everybody wants to do that. So, uh, proud of him for that. Um, and I did a, I did this song with this guy, Hozier. We won't talk about that. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> But yeah, there's lots of, I mean, I think there's more collabs coming. You know, there's always, uh, when I hear a song, I'm like, man, that'd be cooler, you know, if I brought a buddy of mine in to do this with me or, or uh, you know, so, sometimes they'll call us and say, hey, we'd love to have you do this verse and this chorus or whatever. So yeah, I mean, there's always, and collabs are huge right now in country music. That's like what people are doing. So you did one plus one. Yeah, I did one. I have a song one plus one with this girl, Tracy Lynn. She's from Virginia too. So she uh, she wanted another Virginia boy on the track. So I did that with her. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's always possibilities for, for collabs. I'm always open to it. And, and if I hear something that, that, I, that I hear that, that could be a cool collab, I'll call a buddy of mine too and, and see, see what we can do with it. 
No doubt. Is there anyone that you like the biggest guy in the business called you to come on? Is there one guy that you wish it was? Man, I'm a huge Eric Church fan as far as as far as modern modern country goes, because he doesn't give a shit about anything. He he he's probably one of the best songwriters as far as storytelling songs go these days. And I mean he's just a, a complete badass. So I'd love to be on the church song. Call me up. I hope he's watching this, JB. I hope you just made that happen. You know what I mean? Hey, let's get it going. I'm gonna have to tag his ass, whoever that is. I don't know who the hell it is, but we're gonna get this ass on your fucking <laughs> uh hey. So listen, so I gotta hear so you got you got your guitarist there. I gotta know. You you got something you can rock for the crowd here? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Oh shit. Let's, let's do uh shit. Let's do uh World Premier shit right here about to go down. <laughs> Thank you. 
Clap it up. Give it up. Give it up. Hey, man, you got an old soul sounding voice, dog. I, I, that shit is fire. Everybody in the chats, uh, go, they love it, man. As, as everybody said they need a fucking bush light now, though. Hey, bro, bush, bush, latte, bush yeah. lattes are where it's at, baby. Yeah. Let's get it. Hey, Cody, man, I can't thank you enough for coming in and killing it, man. We got I got to get with you, man. I got to get out there. Thanks to your main man right there, the guitarist. Cody Purvis Music. Go follow him on IG and Twitter. And uh, if you want to book him or anything like that, hit him up and uh, hit me up. I'll get to him. And we got to hook up, man. I appreciate uh, all you do, brother. And keep grinding and killing it, man. You're a youngster, man, that got your life ahead of you, man. You're going to kill this thing and get bigger and better every day. Yes, sir. Thanks so much, JB. Appreciate you, brother. Hey, I appreciate you coming on, brother. You guys take it easy. Thanks, bud. Man, that's uh, my main man right there, Cody Purvis, man. Clap it up. Uh, can't thank him enough and his guitarist. Uh, that is a hell of a performance, man. Uh, gotta love it. Uh, man, I'm... Hey, man, short, fat, skinny, and tall. We do it all. Uh, I should have asked him about his damn guitars behind him. I want to know what they were. Um, gotta be well-rounded, man. You gotta be uh, willing to get comfortable being uncomfortable, if that makes sense. You gotta step in outside your comfort zone, man. I don't know nothing about country singing or rapping or country songs or songwriting. I think, man, his songs are nice. I've been listening to a few of his songs. Red Rover is his new song, by the way, Cody Purvis. Uh, shit, I'm going to start getting into some country, man. Shit, I got a fan base down there. I got to start fucking with it. I've never really fucked with it, so I got to start. I got to start. Um, much love for everybody coming to the show today. Uh, appreciate everybody hitting the like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, big week ahead, man. We're on that Talk That Talk Tuesday. The launch of Last Chance Q is going to happen later on today uh, with Sean Salisbury, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific. We will launch. Um, if you're not a member of our Patreon, become one. It's in our it's in our bio on our social media, so make sure you go hit our link tree up. Go to Patreon if you want to become a member and want to get some vital information. Check it out. Go on over there. Uh, Appreciate all you guys do. Hey, man, it's going to be a great week. Uh, I'm going to get out of here a little early, man. It's pouring rain. I think my backyard's fucking flooded. And uh, I got to go get ready to go for Last Chance Q. And we got to basically change the studio's appearance for that show. So appreciate you all, man. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member today. If you're not one, become one. Or you're just another fucking slap dick. Hey, I appreciate you all today, man. And uh, Work Boot Wednesday tomorrow. Chase Sr. joins us. Matt McChesney joins us. Plus, we have a few other special guests joining us. Make sure you keep hitting the like button, subscribing, and making this show the best there is. I appreciate you all, man. Much love. I'll see you in the morning. Peace. Peace.